Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's ARKseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. Arcseedkits.com. What is going on, everybody? It is episode 195 of Pop Culture Crisis. I wrote 194 in my notes. That's a problem. How dare you? How dare I? Uh, uh, my name is Brett. I am here with my co-host. Would you introduce yourself, please? What is up, Crisis Actors? It's Mary. Boy, oh boy, do we have some depressing and exasperating news to cover with y'all today. Uh, more, more, than, more than a few things that are, that are in that scale. So, but we uh, make it fun. We, we, yes, we take the most depressing of topics <laughs> and find a way to, to somehow make it, it, not enjoyable, but something that you can digest. Yeah, together. Yeah. You can digest it yeah. without feeling totally awful about uh, what, you're, what you're hearing <laughs> about. Uh, we have guest hosts today. First, to my right... Would you introduce yourself, please? What's up, everybody? I am Taylor, and it's my second time this week up here. How you doing? That's a first, I think. I'm doing great. Doing I'm good. I'm having a really good day. I got to do a little trampoline skateboarding, so I'm <laughs> nice. all fired up and ready to go. Uh, a good start to things, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. And we have another guest host. To my left, would you introduce What's yourself, What's up, sir? everyone? I'm Carter Banks. I make music here at TimCast, audio stuff. Um, and I just got done consuming all of this information that we're going to talk about today, and I'm very depressed about it. So. See? Depressing! But we're going to make it fun. <laughs> we're going to do our best to make it fun. So the first thing we're going to talk about today is uh, the state of the music industry as a whole, as uh, a whole bunch of allegations against uh, the lead singer of the Arcade Fire have led to them being taken off the radio. And again, I stress the word allegations there. We will get deep in the weeds uh, on all the stuff here. Yes. It feels like 2019 all over again. Oof. From, uh, 2018 all over again. Again. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Yaya, Mateen, uh, Yaya Abdul-Mateen saying the, the quiet part out loud about what these celebrities who always claim that they care about uh, these franchises, what they actually think about uh, the properties that you know and love. We're going to do that. And then we're also going to talk about Disney and um, the editing and censoring uh, of a particular scene from Toy Story 2. They actually edited it in 2019 and they have since made additional changes and some other information on how they plan to kind of uh, monetize their brand further as if Disney wasn't monetizing your life enough as it was. So we got a bunch of stuff to get into. So if you guys are ready, we will just get right into it. Mary, are we ready? We are ready. Taylor, are we ready? We're ready. Carter, are we ready? 
yes. He's like, nope, I'm done. I mean, he's like, I'm actually, not so I sure. Need, I, I might have just, to go. Yeah, he, he's, <laughs> he's like, I'm actually, uh, I'm on the fence about that. So it says, it says, radio stations pull Arcade Fire's music amid sexual misconduct allegations. Now, I know that you uh, said that people in the chat were saying they didn't know who Arcade Fire was, right? You heard some people say that? Yeah, uh, they're just an indie band. They have, their biggest album I, is called The Suburbs, if you haven't heard of them. It's not super relevant, but um, they're big enough to have a world tour. And for say, a I scandal like this to be a pretty big deal to fans. I feel like it's a, a band with a big enough size where you might have heard them but not really listened to their music. I, I don't know if that's necessarily small, but definitely, like you said, if, if Feist is opening for them, uh, big yeah. enough. Yeah. So it says... Some North American radio stations have stopped playing music of, uh, of Arcade Fire after the rock band's frontman, Wynn Butler, was accused of sexual misconduct. A representative for the Canadian Broadcasting Corp told Ottawa City News and, the CBC, and CBC News that the broadcaster will pause playing the Grammy-winning artist's work on its CBC Music FM radio station and the Sirius XM CBC radio station 3 until we learn more about the situation. I love how they're like... It, it, it's Judge just, first, learn the details later. This isn't the Guilty government. Guilty until proven innocent. And then there will be some people like, actually, that's because it's not the government. It's it's a private company. They can do whatever they want, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But what's funny about this is, uh, I mean, the, the, I remember one comment, just first person said, that should bum out all of the three people still listening to radio. Uh, but the <laughs> other one that I thought about was like, is Sirius XM still a thing? Do, do people still use Serious radio? It is. It, I, yeah, I, Somebody's got to be like, using it. If it's... Uh, for like Howard Stern and that's it? Well, they give you free, uh, three free months, I think, for like when you get a new car or something like that. So that they live off that like... Pretty much. They have like a contract with these car companies. I haven't even activated mine, um, <laughs> but... It's like, uh, it it's like when Disney Plus went live, they had like... If, if you had like a T-Mobile account and you bought your plan, like you got Disney Plus... Like, they, like, threw it in there, and they're like, well, I don't really want it, but I'll take it, I guess, if you're going to offer it to me. Bolsters their numbers. So it says, the Montreal Indie Band, which won the 2011 Grammy Award for Album of the Year with its third studio album, The Suburbs, has made the U.S. and Canadian music charts uh, with singles like Reflector, Keep the Car Running, and Ready to Start. I think a lot of people have heard of Ready to Start. Uh, so do you want to get into the weeds quickly about, we need to break sure. down what these allegations were. Cause the, the main part here is that the radio station stopped playing them. The scary part is how like the, I mean, most of them don't, do you remember the Aziz Ansari thing? Yep. Where yeah. it, it basically amounted it to like a bad date. It has the same vibe of like two people who interpreted a situation entirely differently. Yeah. And because it was private, we can't actually judge what happened for ourselves um and then because of the nature of headlines it turns against the accused person no matter what because misconduct is a blanket statement that could mean a lot of different things yeah and it has a horrible connotation mm -hmm. so it says three women and one person who identifies as gender fluid i guess that means that they're not a up the other three women aren't a person? Is that what they're saying? Yeah, there was some awkward yeah. wording, but uh, four accusers. Four accusers. I mean, they really could have just said four people accused. Well, they, they needed to But they had out. to make it awkward, so you know? That, so that when they started using different pronouns that it didn't seem jarring, I guess. That's I guess. Fine. Says the accusers between the, were the, between the ages of 18 and 23 when sexual advances from the musician allegedly occurred between the years of 2016 and 2020. 
they told the outlet that Butler was 30. Oh, so he was 36 at the time of, of the start of Between the Between 34 and 36 or something. Yes. Or 39. Uh, this one says that he was 36 at the start of the allegations. He's 42 now. And that's what? between four so, years. Yeah. So, yeah. So, been going on for how long? It went on for about four years. Okay. It sounds like he is just a serial cheater right. and had consensual affairs. And then those women we should give that we regretted should actually, like, their decisions but let's get into the the details uh do you want to do it from the from the actual pitchfork article or should we do it from from this one here um i think the pitchfork article had the best information about the the one called lily okay uh, we'll do the other ones first and then lily wasn't mentioned in the other yeah one. i think so, they use some like aliases to oh they're all the i think women. i believe they're all aliases okay. uh, mm -hmm. as far as i know it says uh, in an interview with the alleged victims, most shared how their interactions with Butler began because they were fans and gradually progressed to their boundaries being ignored. To me, he was just another creepy old guy, and, he, and to her, he was her hero, a friend of one of the accusers told Pitchfork, describing a night they were out with Butler. Another person, dubbed Sarah, described being pushed to have sex uh, with, uh, to have video sex with the musician. Uh, I did everything because it was him, Sarah said. I remember being so nervous and so ashamed that I did it. He used me basically as his personal therapist in an easy way to get sex over the phone. There was actually a fair amount of good info on that. Uh, I'm going to find Sarah's in the actual article here. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's go down to, to Sarah's here. Uh, what par Okay. Oh, no, that was Stella. I'm sorry. There's there's so many names. Uh, so, so basically, Are they fake names. Uh, yeah, they, they they were doing they were basically doing uh, yeah. pseudonyms so that they wouldn't be uh, applicable otherwise. Uh, I want to so so this one is basically that they they met it was at the at the Montreal art scene. Um, go up to the top. And these are all creative types, by the way. Who, yes. I mean, nothing wrong with being that type of person, being an artist, but it tends to happen that they are you know not good at parsing out social dynamics as well as yeah, the rest of society that's, that's true. I can and then when you when you have a pair of those types of people things are going to get misinterpreted and you know <laughs> awkward situations are going to happen to say the least especially over the phone or video i, I yeah. also want to point worse. okay so uh, i'm gonna we're gonna go up here and we're gonna talk about lily this is uh this is the case it says lily says that the first time she met butler uh, was at another band's Montreal concert in January of 2015. At the time, she was a 21-year-old art student who'd have in, who didn't have any particular affinity for the Arcade Fire's music. He was a 34-year-old local celebrity. She gave him a business card and received an email from him the next day. He gave Lily his cell phone number and encouraged them. She's Okay, so Lily is the one that goes by they-them uh, pronouns. Mm -hmm. Uh, Butler's account of the evening differs from Lily's in one key respect. Lily says he flirted with me all night at the concert, and then Lily says their interactions were friendly, not flirtatious. And that's where this all comes back to, is they're both interpreting what happened in vastly different manners, mm -hmm. right? So it says, soon after the meeting, they went out for drinks. Uh, an occasion Butler described a pitchfork as a date. Lily objects to the characterization, citing the fact that a long -time that, she, that they had a longtime partner at the time, and Butler was married to, to his wife, Butler claims they kissed consensually during the first outing, and then Lily says that that did not happen. According to Lily, they begin spending time with Butler because they were open to becoming friends with them. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S.? With more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? 
They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code POOL at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code POOL at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code POOL. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Okay. Now, I understand a difference in so opinion confused. of interpreting the vibe of an interaction because that's totally intangible and I can see how that would get misinterpreted. But just the factual events, you should be able to recall whether or not you kissed, right? Like either either one of them has to be lying or has a terrible memory about and, that at least. And the part about the inner thigh. Uh, that he, thing was yeah, um, he, he characterizes characterizes it as like they were driving, and he uh, he like basically reached out and grabbed her inner thigh, and then she claims it was like inside her pants, and it's like how do you misremember something that serious? So who do you believe again? I, it again, it's just it doesn't ultimately matter who you believe. You don't have to believe either exactly. party mm -hmm. because it was something that happened privately, right? And so he said, they said. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's like why would you pick a side when you don't know any facts, really? And right. the whole uh, list of encounters between this accuser in particular and Butler are exactly that. It's either different factual retellings of what happened, and then different interpretations of the vibe of their encounter, yep. which is totally like it's up Thank for you. interpretation no matter what. I, I want to get uh, beyond the, the dynamics of each incident. I want to get into what they mention here about power dynamics in sexual relationships with musicians. Again, 80s rockers this everywhere. This seems to keep recurring yeah. over and over with public figures. It, Entertainers it, are, they, they get into a relationship with someone who is like a fan, sees them as a hero um, or is not really human. And then they have a relationship, and then later on, it's interpreted in an entirely different way than it was at the time. So, but this, but this accuser said like they had no interest in Arcade Fire and had no idea who this guy was before meeting. But him she in wanted to hang out and be friends with someone, even though she was in a long. They were in a long term relationship, and he was married. Yeah. That. How that, did they even meet? Uh, at, at a concert, at a concert for some other band. The, the 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 fact of the matter is is that bad things are going to happen in that situation because they're not I mean, being ultimately, honest about why they're spending time together. Are are we going to be led to the point where we just have to say like entertainers should not basically date anyone who isn't also a public figure at least? I want to point out that it, they constantly talk about power dynamics and that the musician was so much more had so much more power over them because of their fame and fortune. If we were going solely on the concept of power dynamics in a relationship between two nobodies, women have all infinitely more power 
uh, because they control the ability whether they want to have sex or not. That that is the woman's decision in, in polite society, right? So uh, every woman can have sex with as nearly as many guys as she wants. Guys take what they can get. Entertainers are just actually the the rare exception that can have sex with almost as many women as a woman could have men. I I understand that if. Uh that if someone is an entertainer, if a man is an entertainer, he is not, I'm, I'm not saying it's right, but he would be tempted at least to use his notoriety to get female exactly. attention. Couldn't that go for a lot of different jobs though? Yes. Like uh, athletes or just people who make a good living. Anybody with that level of, of fame. So it says, uh, so what she said in that paragraph was that uh, she basically, she said she did it all for him because he was, famous and she was mm-hmm. enthralled by the fact that he was famous but lily wouldn't have the same excuse or explanation for why no. this went on no yeah because, if you didn't right. if you weren't even aware that they're relevant in any way what does it matter yeah um so it says recent years have brought a reevaluation of the dynamics between sexual relationships between popular musicians and their fans 80s rockers everywhere are shaking in their boots i'm sure as cultural con- uh, conceptions of consent have evolved to account for the idea that a power imbalance between parties can act as an instrument of pressuring or even coercion um That's do extremely we just dangerous. are we just throwing out the concept that as an adult you have agency in your own actions it seems like it I'm asking that as politely as possible. (laughs) I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Like, does that go out the window because you're so starstruck? We we literally had an article yesterday talking about the women in Lord of the Rings. They have so much agency uh, in the new Lord of the Rings. In the Lord of the Rings series, are we saying that women or men? I guess if maybe it's a guy looking to, and it's a woman entertainer looking to have sex with a guy. Does the do they just are they just so enthralled by the concept that the person is famous that they are now have no responsibility to say no? It's just as fair of a question though to pose that the entertainer there's a lot of talk about using your platform for good in yeah. terms of like yeah. social messaging, but in an authentic sense, uh, you do in in that position have to ask yourself at least uh, how can how can you avoid your your platform being used for evil in a way that even slips under your radar be a monk they should all be monks <laughs> i mean really it comes <laughs> down to the own, fact that this guy is married and he's having yeah, affairs really. and getting himself into messy situations yep. which is something a lot of people do who are not in the public eye but because mm-hmm. he is in the public eye it became a matter of of the public's concern one thing I want to bring up, though, is that a lot of people who bought tickets for this world tour are asking them to either cancel the world tour or allow them to have an option to refund their tickets. I think it's totally fair that they would be allowed to refund. refund. Yeah. They aren't allowed to do that at the moment. Yeah. But um, it's like one of the comments uh, on their Instagram said... Uh, there's no refund option for those of us who no longer feel f- comfortable attending. These tickets were really expensive during a cost of living crisis. Fans shouldn't be faced with either being out of pocket by a large sum of money or attending a show where they feel uncomfortable. Scalp. So, Scal- they'll, have to, they'll have to scalp the tickets if they want to get rid of them. Yeah, I guess. I think it's totally fair to ask for the refund option. Absol- uh, but yeah. there's no... I don't think it's reasonable 
to call for them to cancel the tour and that's also out of your hands it's it's their decision ultimately and it's a business decision that impacts a lot more people than only win butler right i'm curious did this um did all these allegations come out like after they announced and started selling tickets for the tour and could that yeah. be related I mean, is that a big enough deal? I mean, they go on plenty of tours, right? Like, is that a big enough deal to bring these allegations to bear? Like, I, 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 I like you're asking the question, like, is was there an incentive for them to do so now? Right now, yeah. I don't know. I don't even think that most of the attendees or, like, people buying the tickets or listening to Arcade Fire, Arcade Fire are aware of this situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a very small cohort of people who even are paying attention to it. Yeah. Um, so it, it would really not even hurt their pockets so badly to allow the, the people who do care to get a refund. You yeah. think if it was an incentive, they would have waited till after the tour so they would have money to pay in lawsuits. I'm sure that, like that, that they're doing fine as is. Yeah. With, with yeah, the yeah. But the, it, and it there's not legal action of, being taken. No, oh. no. They're, they're just... It's just uh, social media banter. What, what was the paragraph that you sent me earlier? Well, did anything illegal occur according to these allegations all, all of it seemed to me to add up to a bad to bad encounters together the closest thing you get to an illegal or at least an allegation of something illegal is in lily's story yes. where she says that he intruded in her home when she didn't she told him that she yeah. didn't want him to come there i've got that here it and says, then like she had to yell at him to leave. It says, I opened my door and he pinned me up against the wall and was aggressively grabbing me by uh, grabbing my body and sticking his tongue down my throat, Lily said. It was an attempt to be sexy and it was not okay uh, and it was so not okay in the context. However, Butler's statement reads, when Lily opened the door, we started kissing immediately. I don't remember who initiated it, but it was definitely mutual. It, it really is. When you read something like that, it's like, don't place the burden on me, the third party who has nothing to do with these people to parse out who is telling the truth right or who is remembering things correctly or incorrectly it's not my problem and it's not uh, some kind of it's not a reflection of some kind of larger social issue this is an interpersonal thing that involves two people i don't have to adjudicate on it you know Uh, i want to talk quickly about the the feist uh, yeah, statement. so there's an opener that just backed out of the the tour like a few hours ago for the whole uh, the whole tour, um, and there was a paragraph in her open letter that was it. interesting. She said, "Public shaming might cause action, but those actions are made from fear, and fear is not the place we find our best selves or make our best decisions. Fear doesn't precipitate empathy nor healing." nor open a safe space for these kinds of conversations to evolve or for real accountability and remorse to be offered to the people who were harmed. Was anything really... Allegedly harmed. This paragraph is incongruous with the rest of the letter because the rest of the letter more or less is on the side of the allegations. Yes. She repeatedly refers to them as if they're true, not... She doesn't say allegedly. Yeah. She talks about them as if they've, uh, as if it actually happened. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think, you know, fair at least to point out that this puts her in a super difficult yeah. position because yep. she said, um, "It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?" 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Thank you. She said. To stay on tour would symbolize I was either defending or ignoring the harm caused by Wynn Butler, and to leave would imply I was the judge and jury. So did she just, by leaving the tour, imply she is the judge and jury, yes. or did she not? She's saying that she's those trying are my her choices. best not to be perceived that way. She's like, least. those are my choices, and I guess this is the one I have to choose. Yeah, and I, I understand why that would be really hard. Yeah. It's like, you shouldn't have to answer for the decisions that some person on tour with you makes in their personal right. life years ago. Mm-hmm. You don't even know the, the guy or what type of person he is, let alone are you responsible for answering for his actions. Yep. And she, she should not be held responsible for uh, answering for his actions. A lot of times what we see... I can just see her DMs being like, why are you still on tour yeah. with this monster? It's it's like whenever we talk about these uh, executives at Disney or executives at Nickelodeon, uh, a lot of these people, they don't know what's going on and they're just doing their jobs and they're not, you know, maybe all the signs in the world are there, but in a world as litigious as ours is, right? Like, are, are you really going to uh, make a claim that you can't prove... Uh, and then get sued by some executive. So is it kind of the same thing? Like people in general keep their head down and want to just mind their own business. Uh, but in a case like this where it's now become very public, you can't do that yeah. as a performer. What did you think of um, his wife vehemently defending him? I mean, <laughs> total, so weird. Total unconventional. <laughs> totally. Un- I mean, I, I don't know if that speaks to his innocence but it is I mean very she's basically saying they have an open marriage yeah mm-hmm. uh, but she's like of course completely she denies that where's she her has accusations hmm? where's the accusations against her we didn't even know. yeah well the no guy would uh, yeah, okay, not, no true. guy but uh, <laughs> uh yeah that it was kind of fascinating that uh that she stood by him saying like look i i'm totally sure that he would cheat on me but he just wouldn't this force is, himself on a woman was it cheating or was it open relationship is it's unclear detail about that? it's unclear all he said was that he had consensual relationships outside of his marriage yes so but it's um i think this is a mistake that shia labeouf might have also made in his statement to the new york times in win butler's statement to pitchfork he talked about his struggle with mental health and his history of being abused and his substance abuse uh and his depression and it's like you're addressing a lot of things and not the allegations so you might as well not comment on it yeah those things kind of sound irrelevant because it sounds like you're offering an explanation for something that you didn't do yeah like if you want to be seen or if you want to be assumed innocent until proven guilty like don't comment on it with a bunch of history about your personal life and how much you've struggled. Like right. that sounds like an admission of guilt. They also mentioned several times here about the, the 18 year age gap between him and, and Stella. The, the age gap is a thing that they, they talk about heavily in this. They're, they keep talking about, they were 18 to 23. He was 42, but we were going to cover a story today about a bunch of older actresses that are all dating younger men. And that is championed 
by society now. It's a fashion trend. It's a fashion trend for, yeah. for old women to date younger men. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, I see that as uh, like we pick and choose what we're upset about at any given time. Or is it the fact that it's just true that men and women are different and they want to accept that when it's beneficial to them? Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, it's fine when older women date younger men because men and women are different and it's less of a power imbalance when women and men do it. But then when they want to pretend like there's no difference between men and women, then it's whenever they feel like... Uh, Whenever they feel like it, they can ignore those facts. I mean, it's obviously like peak hypocrisy, yes. but that's what Hollywood is all about, right? I feel like when it's adults, that's not really the most relevant issue. It's more relevant that he's an entertainer they idolized than then he's older that he's than them. like thirty in yeah. his thirties and they're not. So um, let's move on to the Tillian Pearson yeah, was, yeah, story though, um, because <sighs> actually make- Carter and I know about this situation he brought it up to me when it originally came out but i was like wait what tillian got canceled yeah because he replaced the most canceled musician ever right and uh there's a lot dance gavin dance it breaks my heart i knew that uh, i knew that would break your heart yeah well i mean tillian is uh i think personally he's you know the most talented singer that dance gavin dance has ever been fronted by He's insanely talented. Um, he replaced yeah. Johnny Craig, who's got, uh, or who had a lot more notable issues going on than Tillian. And for the last decade, I feel like Tillian's been nothing but uh, just like a perfect guy in the band. It's the last person I would have assumed would. They've reached like more success than they even right. had, and even before. on his own. Yeah. yeah. So do you want to tell everyone own. what these accusations are? Uh, sure. So basically. Uh, there was an anonymous post from a woman on June 1st about on, on Reddit about her experience dating Tillian. Um, and it was started in April of this year. Okay. Um, she said that they, uh, I think they met online. They met on, on Instagram and then, uh, they met at Swan Fest. It's a festival uh, that's that was in April, and she said things moved pretty quickly, which was fine. I was in that mindset of this will probably be the only time I'll get with him, so I'm down for whatever. See, that is the I, I just want to point out that w- when the musician hears that, that's what he's expecting. That what yeah. the the um the Win Butlers of the world, what they're expecting is uh they want to have their one time with me, and they're like that's fine. The problem is not everyone. You can't gauge how everyone's going to react mm-hmm. to these situations because we're so also different. And you can feel like you're down for whatever in the moment, and you're not actually down for whatever. So evaluate your own conscience. And yeah, properly. set your boundaries. Don't expect and someone else to do it for you. We have to be very right. careful about the concept of uh, re- of like revoked consent, which is absolutely a thing that is going on on college it's campuses. Just rewriting What's revoked history? consent? Uh, you can you can consent to a, a sexual encounter with somebody in the moment, but the next morning you regret doing so. Uh, so uh, you find. Mary, uh, like, how how would you describe it? Like, then they're like, uh, he, he. It's took- basically regret. Yes. So in the truest sense, your partner's supposed to be a mind reader yes. that you're yeah. gonna regret, yep. regret it later. Also, if you're a man and a woman and you're drinking, the man is still responsible for uh, your well-being, even if you're both drunk. Uh, I don't want to get too into yeah. the weeds about yeah. that. 
And I don't think that this situation was an example of that. No. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but she said... There were definitely some awkward points and a whole lot of red flags. I kept brushing them off as, well, we're pretty drunk, so dot, dot, dot. <laughs> um, she said things got uncomfortable fast, and I was put in the position of not really knowing what to do. Um, so this was shortly after their bandmate's death, Tim right. Furyk. Tim, yeah. Um, and, uh, he died of an overdose yeah, in April, and I think... That's why Tillian was in such an unstable uh, emotional state. And he was probably acting very erratic and not like his usual self. That's understandable. For sure. But the most concerning thing is uh, the account that he slapped this woman across the face in a sexual uh, manner, in like a sexual situation. And then he had not asked. He there was no warning. And it, she said it was very hard, and she was like, "Hey, can you like not hit me? That that was uh, that really hurt, or at least can you like ask before you do that?" And then he proceeded to immediately hit her again, just as harder, if not harder, uh, like ear ringing. She said hard. So that's really concerning, and I think it's like a very concrete thing you can point to as like abusive, if true. Mm-hmm. Now, I just. I'm wary of uh, of any account of something that happened privately, right? So the story with Tillian, I think there were two accusers, right? Um, this is the only one I've heard of. So there was one, uh, the first one, that to my knowledge, based on evidence that I've read and, and heard other people talk about, kind of got blown apart pretty quickly. Okay. And then when the second one came forward, it kind of hurt her credibility. Definitely. Um, that happens a lot. On the second one... From what I understand, it wasn't just a one-night stand. It was like a one-night, two-night, three-night. She flew and saw him and and some... um, It was multiple, like... And I'm not excusing it. You can't hit somebody in the face. It's Mm -hmm. fucking ridiculous. Um, Not excusing that behavior, but... um, Yeah, there's a lot uh, more to the story here than than, uh, that. Uh, there always is, yeah. yeah. I also want to ask uh, a question about, they talk about, it says, with, with their official um, like statement on the matter, where it says, the recent allegations against Tillian are something we take very seriously, and we have been deep in discussion regarding the appropriate action. Effective immediately, Tillian will be stepping away from the band in order to seek professional help. What I want to know is... For context, guys, they're on tour right now. Yeah. And they released an album, what was it, July 29th? Yeah. They're touring on that album without their front man. So, so what I want to know is, like, in a society that always talks about people, uh, we, we had the article with uh, Olivia Wilde saying she believed in restorative justice. Uh, is there actually a world where they come back from this and, and people aren't still angry? You can't, there is no way to prove, like, where you come back after a certain amount of time, you're like, I'm better now. Yeah. You can't prove that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess it's just, you know, whether people trust you enough. Yeah. And your word. But Johnny Craig did that, like, so many times. Back right. He claimed to get help so many times and was the same dysfunctional person right. the whole his whole career. And all, I, yeah. all it really means is you step away for a period yeah. of time and you're out of the spotlight. But I don't want it to seem like it's a timeout where you sit and you think about what you did. Yep. That's right. not the dynamic that that should be had. It's something that you should seek out yourself or else right. you're never going to change. And like, I 
the concept of restorative justice is relative, relevant here because I don't know if the internet is prepared to accept that someone can do something abhorrent like what was alleged here mm. and be redeemable. Is this public? Should this be public information anyways? Of course not. The, I don't think that this encounter should have ever happened in an yeah. ideal world, of course. The, but it's like when you're an entertainer, you, you have choice. to know that like your private encounters are always at risk of becoming public information. Yep. I believe Tillian admitted fault in this and admitted that he did these things too. Right? Did he? I think he did. Um, so it's uh, he said I, I understand my responsibility around consent as a man and i'm sorry that caused you to feel anything but respected and your boundaries honored i appreciate the strength it probably took you to come forward with this account i hold myself fully accountable for causing you this emotional pain i will be entering an intensive therapy program to address this issue head-on to become the healthiest most responsible version of me doing the work necessary to ensure this never happens again. Just get married. All of these people should... I, 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 <laughs> well, saying, it didn't work for the Art wow, Bird Fire Brett, singer. Brett's becoming the trad here. I'm just saying... I would have just, never expected that outcome. Traditional marriage where you're just not still the, having four girlfriends, get right? The, right? Get yeah. the hell, like, just, <laughs> like, Not an open marriage. At the, very, at, at the very least, understand that you're putting this at risk every single time when somebody... I'm not talking about his speci situation specifically. I'm yeah. talking about Win Butler. I'm talking about every rock artist who goes out, has sex with a ton of, of groupies, just get married because 2022 ain't the year to be... to be. If anything, not because you care about like anyone else but yourself and your own reputation. That's literally what I'm saying. Like, be do, smart. Be smart and don't put yourself at yeah. risk by, um, by doing this. I, I wonder what Dance Gavin Dance is going to do because they still haven't clarified whether he's ever going to come back to the band. And it's kind of insane if they do permanently kick him out because he is they've been through a lot together like yeah and his voice and what he I brought to the band to is totally doesn't come back totally the linchpin of their success right, right who was the rapper who killed the dude in the parking lot and is like still working in, in like the walmart was i'm the sure baby? there's a list oh yeah that was, uh, i think it was the baby they're like he got like in he like squandered his career yes but he yeah, he did it because like his is because he he um said very offensive things about the lgbtqia oh yeah but for him he got like he, he like killed a dude in a parking lot and nothing like nobody cared yeah. well like yeah. i didn't even hear about that this is a long well, time, somebody uh, came up on him strapped and he had his kid with him i think something like that it's just it, I don't it's know so weird <laughs> like, why like what areas of, of our social enforcement and your careers in which areas don't we're just weirdly moralistic and puritanical about the strangest which runs headlong into days. free love and the concept uh that we can just treat sex in a in a really really um i mean you can talk about that and bloviate about that but the reality is that you know, clearly it's not working out for us. I'll, I'll leave it at Ex that. Excellent use of bloviate. Let's, <laughs> let's go to super, super Chats. Okay. Uh, Johnny Beck sent us, uh, I guess that's a video game controller. Thank like, you. Like jumping. And like high five. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. 
Action Man said, who listens to Howard Stern? LOL. That is a LMAO. good question. Not just LOL, but LMAO too. He's uh, he's actually one of the weirdest ones because he has extreme TDS and he's like, yeah. he's like really, really like embarrassingly like like the system now. Like he's just Wait, absolutely. TDS? Oh, uh, Trump uh, derangement. Yeah. He does. So he's like, he's like weirdly Tillian like. Tillian derangement syndrome. Yeah. Tillian derangement That's syndrome. That's what he's got. That's what he's got. <laughs> That's funny. Meta Step said, Saw Carter was on. You're doing some great work. Yes, you are, Carter. Was that directed at me? Yeah. Yes. Oh, thank you. You're star. <laughs> Woo. Bad App said, hi, Carter. Hey, Brad. Hey, Bad App. Sup, Taylor. Howdy, toots. Howdy, toots. Howdy. You have, to say, toots. you have to say toots like toots. Is the toots, toots Mary? Mary Yeah, I toots. suppose so. Dizwiz said, why don't you die, Brett? D-Y-E, not, not like <laughs> die, you know. Um, <laughs> it's never going to happen, guys. We'll, it's because we need 15 crisis partners. That's why. It's never going to happen. Closet Disney Nerd said, just wanted to drop you guys a few bucks. You are all awesome. Thank you. Thank you for Thank that. You. We, I, and hopefully that you stick around because we have Disney to talk about today. Badup said, dudes join bands to get beep. He's, he's, he's right. True. Uh, it's completely well, true. Well, it goes to what I was saying. Like, look, women can have sex anytime they want. Men are men are dogs. That's just it's it's just the way of the world. The nature it's the way of things it. are. I, when men yeah. gain any level of power, whether it's a CEO, whether it's an actor, or especially that seems to be a very common example back in the day, band members with with groupies and stuff like that, they act far less. What would the, uh, they're far less discerning than women are with their with their partners because it's not normal that for men to be to that way. Be accurate. To be that yeah. Way. yeah. Wayward Soul said Jimmy Page, age 28, openly dated Lori Maddox, age 14, for two years, and Emma still be like, I heart Zeppelin. Fame is gross. Fame is gross. I didn't know that. Yeah, they used to be a lot worse. Um, well, Elvis and Elvis and what's her name? Well, oh, Priscilla? Priscilla? Yeah, I yeah. mean, that's an obvious example. Um, but I don't think that was like something the public would know about i'm trying to picture elvis doing like the half your age plus seven thing i'm like mm. there's no there's no phone calculator he, he was doing there. the half your age minus seven. wait is that oh. is that the rule half the, there, your age there's plus a hard seven? and fast rule that you take half your age and you add seven and you, and you should be okay um what I, is, I don't think that worked out for me what it, is it, hxc where, where, where hardcore Tillian got kicked out of DGD for hardcore cuddling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that's, see, that's what I would have expected. I didn't know yeah. what HXC was. It's very. That must be some very hardcore cuddling. Yeah, Hobbit hardcore. Said, in a culture that hates family values and encourages free love, these situations will become more and more accepted. Is this guy getting canceled for canceled a desire for justice or just more virtue signaling? Both. Sadly, yeah. uh, I would say maybe some of them actually believe in that there's justice to be had here. I think most of us, like with the Aziz Ansari situation, just see it as like a sad statement on where our culture has kind of degraded to. We need to remedy the problem that like is leading people into these messy situations. Oh, oh my God. And I'm no, Thank you. And I'm not like a super time. like I, I got called <laughs> amoral one day on on the show. Like I'm not like some moralist or, or a prude, but I just see these things as like you know. You can come at it from a very pragmatic point of view and still come to the same conclusion. My conclusion is that you're risking a lot for uh, you know for for what you're doing with these uh, women for a night or two nights like right and the dude the other thing is the dude's married the dude right. should the dude should have had it all figured out right right, right? 
Yeah, but also he's married to his bandmate, so that gets complicated. Like Some days she's just not hitting her notes the way he wants her to, and he's like, I just can't take this anymore. <laughs> should never date people at work. Yeah. Oh, so. uh, like, um, I would always be shocked at, like, the people who would, like, who, who like, in skating, who, like, dated girls that skated. That's not even working. I, like, I don't. You said that I you hate when they, I actually decided like, not to date guys who skate, and it, it was a great decision. It, just, you said you hate that uh, they will, like, they'll date someone and then bring them into their hobby when they that, were not initially it's different in when it's two people who already yeah, love I'm, the same thing we're talking about people like who you met through the sport not necessarily brought into the sport whenever you bring somebody into something like that where they clearly would have no interest in what they were doing beforehand i always wonder if that person's like you're like is she doing this for me or is she doing this because she actually likes it but what i'm talking more is like you meet somebody that also skates was into skating before you did the i had one okay experience with that when the, i was younger the last thing i want is to like get into like an argument with your girlfriend in the kitchen and you're like i'm going to skate because you're in a bad mood she's like well i'm coming too then you no, got a like no, you, session together and you're and you're mad at each other no no thank you no no thank <laughs> you find somebody into different hobbies i agree i think it's a little bit healthier and i like that when i go skate like i have my own thing exactly you have your your thing that you can there's nothing wrong with uh introducing skating to somebody i guess once you've started dating as like a hobby for them mm -hmm. maybe there is something more endearing to certain personality types about the idea that they like doing it because they're doing it with you but i that's maybe it's because i'm more individualist I, that, I that like doesn't... that my boyfriend like appreciates skating. Actually, he can jump on a skateboard and do a bunch of tricks, but he he's not avidly all about it like I am. It doesn't interest him the same way. Yeah, so yeah. he's got his own stuff that he does. Yeah. So we each kind of can, you know, get away from each other. Hard. See, we can't even like if you can't even figure out how you're going to do hobbies together. How are you going to figure this crap out when you're like a, a creepy bolo tie wearing band member? <laughs> bolo tie wearing. Uh, who, who has? That's the real damning Especially, accusation like, in a right. band like. I feel like if you're having problems, that can translate to the work. Oh yeah, there was a. I mean, there was a um, uh, a pro like a punter like for like one of the NFL teams that just got released because basically like they said that he uh, him and like his like like frat bros like uh, like a like assaulted a woman when they were in college. Now Deshaun Watts uh, like one of the other like uh, the quarterbacks right now is making hundreds of millions of dollars and is integral to the team has like 24 complaints against him from like masseuses but they leave him be or like he's he gets a suspension but he's not fired because he makes a lot of money and he's integral to the process punters are a dime a dozen they're like look we can't we can't deal can't with lose this, this guy's punt well no we can lose this guy's oh. punt because he's not as important right to, okay yeah you see what i'm saying like yes. he like his problems will be a distraction that's that we can't afford right now whereas another player who is more important their distraction can be tolerated just because he's integral to the yeah. team. so so if you're more important you get away with more yeah unfortunately hmm. grofty said funds towards a sub pack for carter Buck, sub pack. Buck. What is that? Buck buck and buck buck at the end. Don't forget buck buck. buck, buck. I assume like a subwoofer, like a bass. Hmm. You should know this stuff. You're the music. Well, guy. I mean, I, I've never heard of a sub pack, but Don't thank know. you. The twenty dollars goes away. It's like, well, I'm taking yeah. it back then. <laughs> R said the way the chat on Timcast IRL reacted when Libby was wearing a revealing dress or anytime TBH while crude was effing hilarious. I feel the same way about <laughs> Ian Shaft cam, Lids clam cam, and Baffled too. Thoughts? Uh, I, I go, like, the last The chat time. on IRL is just 
toxic. Hell. I don't it's like hell. The, I don't it's like the word madness. toxic, but it's it is a fairly like it's hilariously as close as you can toxic. Get to hell on and Earth. I and I get a kick out it's of it. It's a free for all over there. It is. When it, whenever Libby's on, it's absolutely it's nothing but comments about milkers. Libby is wonderful. <laughs> Libby's fantastic. I love it when she comes out here. Bad app. I'm not reading that. Of course I not. Read it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you agree? <laughs> Look at your face. He's like, like you have the face of like a nine year old. Hold on. Told a dirty I'm joke. looking up sub pack right now because oh, I feel okay. like I should know what this is. Waffle Sensei said, "Oh no, regret is considered our word. Whatever will we do? No way. People can just pick their sexual partners with more tact and investment. Whatever will happen to one night stand culture? Boo hoo." The one night stand culture will just get worse and then the allegations will get worse and then we just end up back at like 1950s America somehow. I mean, even the 50s was just already going downhill. <laughs> well, Mary doesn't even want the printing press. So Mary's like, we got to go all the way back. Yeah. Like, yeah. We, we need to go back to BC. <laughs> Jonathan Harris said, revoking consent is a good way to teach abstinence. I remember when that started to make headway when I went to school. Dodge a bullet. Just like... I mean, if you're smart, yeah. Ask her questions, and if she gives you any type of like wishy-washy answer, you're like, nope, not. <laughs> you can't even tell me what your favorite food is. I'm not. I'm not doing this. We're not doing this. Um, bad app. I'm not reading that. Of course not. Joe Duraki, aka Jay Dizzle, said, "Poo, blood, and honey will be this generation's next killer clowns from outer space." Yes. Trolls too. Going to be so bad, you'll love it. Uh, we're gonna love it. We're, we're at, you guys. I have already the, know. We already know it's gonna be it's gonna be freaking awesome. If There's you guys gonna be like ten people reviewing this with us. When, when the when the when this when this when this episode's over, you guys need to go watch. The, or did you watch the trailer yesterday, Carter? You watched. Oh, the I watched it. Carter's yeah. like, is yeah. this the fake okay, so trailer? My sister sent me a fake like a joke trailer a long time ago, and. I've been sending it to people like ever since. It's like two years ago. Yep. Um, and then when I saw that, I'm like, is this a real movie? It's a real movie. Always Somebody has been. There's also going to be hilarious versions in like 13, 12 or 13 years. Like a lot of like the superheroes go into the public domain. So you're going to get funny versions of this with like Superman and Batman where Batman will oh, be. Uh, like, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be great. Bad app said, how are you going to be a scene weenie and not know what HXC, RAR XD? Luckily, I am yeah, not a guys. Scene, Luckily, I am not a scene weenie. Charles Fritz said, Jerry Seinfeld, Steven Tyler, Jerry Lewis, etc. Many famous men date underage girls. Yep. Unfortunately. Yep. And later, we're going to talk about Leonardo DiCaprio and his aversion to anyone over <laughs> the age of 25. I mean, at least then they're in their 20s. They're yes. still 21 to 25. Adults. Waffle Sensei said, I was born in that <laughs> chat, molded by it. I didn't join PCC <laughs> chat room until I was a man. And by then it was too late. There is a fantastic <laughs> origin story to be told out of that chat. <laughs> Grofty said, sub pack equals wearable subwoofer. I just looked it up, Grofty and... I would happily wear that when mixing. I think that'd be super sick, in we, a good way. We gotta get you on the on the vlog, uh, like yeah, the, like wearing that while drink while slamming energy drinks. Oh man, that'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna move on. I wanna I wanna talk about this one because I almost left this one alone, but it kind of perfectly encapsulates. I actually had to write my thoughts out because I was I knew I would end up ranting a little bit. But he, he says the quiet part out loud. So it says, Aquaman star Yahya Abdul-Mateen II says acting in movies like Aquaman is, quote, clown work. 
There's when a, you when you make a headline like that, you're yes. making him look like a jackass. They did that on purpose. They did that on purpose. But I do believe they capture the spirit of what he means when you read the rest of it. Like I do believe that he looks at this as less than. Does he other think things. of it as? Like his filler between the real yes. projects. He sees it as the way to make money while not. I just, while... I hate that uh, certain actors think of themselves as above acting or yeah. above acting in j- the jobs that are the most lucrative. So, what we're like Aquaman was. Yes, we're, we're going to get into it. And there's also another one from the AV Club where they're even, it's even more. I, I might not even have sent it to you guys, but it's it's so ins- it, like insufferable, the, the writing that it just, the, the word. Well, it's like, aren't the, you such a tortured artist? The phrase late stage capitalism is in there, so I knew I was going to love it when I saw it. So, it says, Yaya Abdul Mateen II's career thus far has included Emmy winning turns on HBO's Watchmen, awards buzz for playing Bobby Seale in The Trial of the Chicago 7, and movies like Candyman, Aquaman, and The Matrix Resurrections. Well, his... uh I don't really blame him for... Like I said, I don't have a problem with you taking a job for a paycheck. I have a problem with you taking a job for a paycheck and then getting on your soapbox and having the material changed or talking down to the material. Take the paycheck. Right. Don't talk down about the material. Mm-hmm. So it says... Uh, I mean, he's a- also talking down to himself, the rest of his cast, like all of the cast members, and Who do like disrespecting... Yeah, there could be like an extra that got in there, like super pumped to be working on the set of Aquaman. It's it's like, disrespecting his own clown. work. It's Even literally calling himself a clown. Yeah. And remember, do you remember a couple of weeks ago, I, I made a joke about how they always talk about how acting is about the search for truth. He uses that phrase in here. Uh, you, it might have been when you were on vacation. They always, it's always like, acting is about like getting to the truth. Well, that's yep. the quote is, everything should be about getting to the truth. But sometimes you got to know which movie or genre you're in. Something like Aquaman, that's clown work. Aquaman is not the trial of the Chicago 7. You have got to get over yourself. See, my problem with this is that This is the opposite of getting over yourself. Kind of sounds like he needs to get over himself. Yes. Take the role. So so the idea here is there are 80 years, over 80 years of comic book writing. It is a a genre that is now literally keeping... This... This... I want to call him a turd, but that's mean. This attitude... Like the the movies he's making fun of are literally subsidizing his entire job. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say: your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over a hundred social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today! At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. The, that industry now survives because those movies get made. Yeah. I, I understand uh, that he's saying, you know, Marvel and DC aren't going to be the pinnacle of, like, artistic cinema. No one was expecting them to be that, though. Right. And it doesn't mean it can't be special to somebody. And I... I would Even though that's that, not me and that's not I'm not that audience, I still understand that there are people And isn't it kind of a way to expand it. your horizons of what you're capable yeah. of as an actor to do different genres and different types of roles? Look at Christopher yeah. Nolan takes uh, Okay, so somebody like Christopher Nolan, who's an auteur director, takes comic book material and elevates it and turns it into art. 
uh, I shouldn't even say that. It is art in and of itself. He turns it into another form of art right. by taking comic book, uh, the comic book genre, and turning it into what is essentially a crime, uh, a crime drama and making something uniquely special. I right. would argue that more people have seen The Dark Knight or Batman Begins or The Dark Knight Rises than will have ever seen most of the roles that he has been in. Uh, but does Nolan look down upon doing so? No. He takes what he's given and he elevates the material. Christian right. Bale takes the material and elevates it to another level. Uh, and it does a disservice to the genre of actual of the actual writing that allowed these films to be made. The, the art form of writing comics, of drawing comics, has created important stories that are now just as relevant to our society as anything that most of these people... Uh, will ever tell in their entire life. What he what he's saying is that he wants to tell made-for-TV true stories like the trial of the Chicago 7 because he feels that that's what's important to the world. Yeah, and there's a time and a place for both. I believe that's what he thinks he's getting at. That is what he's getting he at. He unknowingly revealed that he just has a huge ego. Yeah. And he does think that he's above certain types of work even though he'll take it. And I do yeah. want to point out that, like, if I was to look at it from the other perspective that I tend to take with a lot of these people, is I also hate it when they lie and they're like, I grew up reading this character, and you totally know that they did not grow up reading yeah. this character. So You don't have to lie and say that it's it's special to you, exactly. but don't just, like, openly trash it either. Could we find a middle ground here somewhere? Like, you don't have I to mean, pretend <laughs> like, like, like playing uh, Black Manta or playing a character in Aquaman is, like, something you dreamed of doing your whole life. You likely did not. That's fine but like i said take the role may earn the paycheck but don't soapbox and make it and first of all don't change the source material for the sake of uh modern social issues don't soapbox and talk about how you're changing the world by making a movie and then in the same breath talk about how it's not as important as other roles you've done you have to have some type of intellectual consistency when discussing this stuff right i mean if he wants to be a starving artist he can go do that but he'll be a starving artist, and it all really comes down to his attitude. It's like, oh, am I creative enough and good enough to make this role the best and most interesting role that I could with Aquaman? I mean, I see that as a challenge. Like, yeah. why would you just be like, oh, it's because I... You know, I got this stupid role that I took. They used to talk about, like, like, they would talk about how, like, back in the day when they made these movies, back in the late 80s and the early 90s, they would be embarrassed to do these roles. So, like, uh, the example that I was always heard was, like, Michael Keaton, whenever they'd ask him about Batman, he's like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah I'm going to be in the Batman movie. And he's, like, kind of embarrassed about the fact that he was playing that role. Now it's something to aspire to. Right. Now you have an actor like Ben Affleck, <laughs> Dane. I'm looking at you. Dane is um, coping and seething right who, now. Who got that role having lived in a, having the first thing that he did when he got famous was build himself a bat cave. Like the, there are people where that matters to them. So he, de he denigrates the work. He denigrates the art to the people that it matters to all because what being in a movie with a social message is more important to you. Fine. But don't speak down to your audience or the people that are paying money to go see this. That's like exactly what I was thinking that, I feel like he could have said, I really prefer and enjoy doing these roles where I feel like we're, you know, putting out this truthful message or digging deeper without being like Aquaman's clown work. Like, yeah. Also, it, it, it is also kind of funny because he ends up in The Matrix Resurrections, which is an objectively awful movie, like a very bad movie that not ruins, but does a disservice to the entirety of like a franchise that 
changed a lot of like a, a lot of lives uh, as far as like what that first movie means to a lot of people. Say what you want about the sequels. Like if you're not even the best part in a horrible version of a Matrix uh, continuation, then I don't want to hear uh, about clown work. I if don't. he went into it with the same attitude that he's going into Aquaman with, yeah, could have something to do with it. Just so, saying. And and it's not he he was in Ambulance. He was fine in Ambulance with Jake Gyllenhaal. He's uh, I I didn't like him in Matrix uh, Resurrections, but that I don't think that was his fault. I think that was just an objectively awful movie that nobody's performance was going to save. If Keanu can't save it, then it's not savable. But it's sometimes if they view uh, a film as being objectively more elevated and artistic and serious in tone then they'll die on the hill of defending it and defending its merit even when it was objectively less watchable than something more popcorn cinema or something more pure entertainment value-based like Aquaman, like any Marvel film. Chris Hemsworth says, he's like, I will play this role of Thor until they literally throw me out of this. Like, that's what people, <laughs> that's what the fans want. They want someone right. who clearly cares about that performance. You don't see Tom Cruise like, I make Mission Impossible movies so that I can subsidize So making, I can put dinner on the table. So, so that I, I can, wouldn't go see that if you so, said that. Yeah. So that I can make movies like Vanilla Sky 2. He's not actually making Vanilla Sky 2. God help us. Uh, but like, the, the smart, uh, Keanu Reeves, like, they was like, He's like, I will keep making John Wick movies as long as people want to see them. Uh, a smart businessman who works in Hollywood understands that you live and die on the fact that people have to show up to your movies to see them. I do think there's a fair point to be said that I don't think he's taken out of context here, but I think it was part of a deeper conversation that maybe uh, I, I felt like calling it – like he could have used any number of, of phrases to like – uh, soften the blow yeah. of, of calling it that. I think he's voicing something that a lot of actors feel yeah. about their roles. Which and, bugs me. Yeah. Like, right. Like, uh, and it's like, that's why that's why dudes like Eric D. July talk about, they're like, stop giving money to people that hate you. Stop giving, stop supporting things where these people clearly, all they see these roles as, this character that you've grown up reading your whole life, that you're invested in the future of, that doesn't mean crap to this guy. This guy sees it as the jumping, the, the stepping stone to the next bigger paycheck based off the uh, readership that you have invested in for the last 25 to 30 years. In fact, he thinks you're a clown for going yes. to see it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I just, what is with the hating the fan base? They love it, dude. Disease that means, that in Hollywood right now. Hollywood like, and critics live to hate the people that love. That's why channels like this, channels like any, like anybody who watches this show likely watches stuff like Nerdrotic, like. Uh, the quartering, like a lot of those other channels, whatever you think of, whatever of these channels, you can like some of them, you can dislike some of them. They exist because people like this cannot seem to understand what it means to be uh, a bit diplomatic in their in their views of the world. There are people who make an entire living off of pointing out your hypocrisy. I think it's time to to reevaluate. Do you, do you think there's a chance it could have just been a, a poor choice of words on his part Perhaps. to express it is, and it's not something like, not as serious? Yeah, like it's it's not reflective of like his entire career, I'm mm -hmm. sure, and like all of his. I mean, it, yeah, like, but uh, what we're saying is that it kind of reflects a larger sentiment. Totally, yeah. No, not not like, just you have two words to describe this, and one of them is clown. In this word bank, and you have one clown world. Clown world. 
So uh, <laughs> I just want to point out the, the, the bit from the article from the AV Club where it says, Yaya Abdul-Mateen feigns no rose-colored view on acting in, a silly little co- in silly little costumes in front of a green screen for a major budget film crafted to appease the masses and distract them from the dreariness of late-stage American capitalism. Uh, see, they can't even talk about blockbusters without making you feel like... As well, if they're, they're still imbuing those movies with an intent that, like... They actually didn't have yep. distracting them from the dreariness of late stage capitalism. Yeah, was that the marketing strategy for Aquaman? Even the article really? writer, even the article yeah. writer hates you, the fan. Like you, even the guy writing, the, <laughs> even the guy writing the thing thinks you watch this movie because you're an idiot who can't deal with the world at large. Like these people are the most self centered and egotistical people on the Which, planet. Which even if that is true. You're distract. You're watching a, a movie like that to distract yourself from how exasperating these obnoxious talking heads are. Aquaman is not the the trial of the Chicago Seven. That doesn't make any sense. They're not even like one is like a, a fiction. It's like a retelling of a of a true story. One is a movie about a dude who lives in the ocean. Yeah. Okay, he's a. I, I, I you can even, do both yeah. well. Like it, it's like I mean, owning like a Vespa and like a, Mer- a Mercedes, and then talking about how like well you know it's it's no Mercedes. Like well it's not a car of any kind. Plus he's like <laughs> sl- talking shit about clowns. Yeah, like like who's yeah. to say their work isn't important. Also, <laughs> well, also no. Think about okay, Joker. I didn't even think about that. Think about but you're right. Think about Joker, which was elevated to the form of what many would consider uh, a legitimate form of, of artistic. I was expression. legitimately thinking that. Okay, so it's not like they can't make those movies. There and are those movies that are thought could br- could be called clown work. There you go. That's a, yeah, but, uh, in that, a good way. But it, <laughs> um, <laughs> Like, it, it, it's almost like he's like, maybe you should, instead of talking down to people, it, instead of resigning yourself to calling it clown work, why don't you find a script that you really like and elevate the material so that it's not clown work? Well, he's yeah. above that. He's don't ab- you see? He just takes it for the paycheck so it's that he like, can make more documentaries. I think uh, wanting all of the uh, posthumous praise... Of like a Van Gogh, <laughs> yeah. but um, still having the contemporary influence of blockbuster movie stars. Yep. You know, like you want your cake and to eat it too. And as Dane says, you you want to regurgitate that cake after eating it and have everyone s- still call it cake. They say there's no sh- shame in admitting you took a gig for the bag. We're all trying to survive here. I agree. You just need to shut up afterwards and not talk down to the people that made that bag possible. I mean, does he think someone's going to see this and be like, oh, I have a great movie that isn't clown work that since he said this about Aquaman, I'm going to hire him for? Like, I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> He's I a feel like name right now, so a- he'll Anybody sort of comments like that would make you more yeah. worried about hiring right. them. It's like, well, what is he going to think of my job that yeah. I have for him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they they really do look down on the average person. Like they they like I imagine like when they get in airplanes and they fly from New York to California, they literally hold their nose as they're <laughs> flying over the country. So, uh, let's. Uh, I hope that's not all of them, though. I I don't think all. I, of them. I don't. Especially think not, all. not uh, just this one. Uh, a certain amount of like the higher uh, of the higher level ones, maybe. But I there's a lot of like what you'd consider more blue collar uh, in the television world, especially because of how hard they work. A seven or 18, 19 hour days, mm-hmm. uh, eight, nine months out of the year, six days a week is insane. Like, you have to at least have a strong understanding of the work ethic that goes into 
the average American's everyday life. I, th- I think it's a lot less pretentious uh, on television. Maybe less so now that we have like limited series, which is not necessarily the same thing as like 22 episode uh, network shows, but it felt that way back in the day that it was more blue collar at that range. Let's get into Super Chats. Bad App said, leave Leo alone. Uh, we're not going to do that. <laughs> I'm I mean, sorry. Not today. It's just too funny. It's it's we're, it's, we're not going to harp on it too, yeah. too much. I don't think it sounds that crazy of a no. story, but. I need to stop watching YouTube said, hey guys, I'm a huge fan. It would mean the world to me if y'all read this and I'm not going to read it. Wait, let me look. <laughs> Hobbit said, if everyone watching SC's. Wait, what is SC? The, 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 uh, the, uh, the a bit of blackmail there was fantastic at the beginning. Oh. I liked how he started off. Hobbit said, if everyone <laughs> watching Super Chats $4, Brett dies. D-Y-E. D-Y-E. Yes. Not going to happen, guys. Maybe another day, but it ain't going to happen today. And I breathe, a, I breathe a sigh of relief that we're not going to hit 15 <laughs> crisis parties today. Thousand Foot Deep End said, saw a video <laughs> recently of a mom saying she'd be teaching her son to read a woman's enthusiasm level, not just consent, which can be begrudgingly given. Enthusiasm is a better barometer. But it's like you don't even need to be taught that if you are just a human being and you know what social interactions I think look the, like. the best barometer or barometer, however oh, you yeah. say barometer. that, I don't know. Um, <laughs> the best form of measurement is just getting to know a person and then and not, the interaction is And not being a rock star who flies out strangers you met in Instagram DMs. But also not being a stranger <laughs> who flies out to see a rock star because yes. of an Instagram yeah, or DM. Or that. I, I like the idea. It's like, would you like to have sex, please? And then she's like, yes. Like it's a business Yes, transaction. I would like to. And he's like, could you say that with a little bit more feeling? I yeah, need you um, to sign this not as well. Oh, it's starting to get dangerously close to like prostitution. That app it's almost like, okay, well, you might as well yeah. just be paying. There, the there's contract. an app that exists that makes right. like where two I've people sign that. it before before engaging in intercourse, as if Kinda. they couldn't just be like they threatened me to and made me sign it. <laughs> or I thought he was so famous that I just signed it anyway because I would have done that because you know, I was flustered by the right. by his number one charting sales and felt the overall overwhelming need to sign that piece of paper. He didn't tell me what I was signing. <laughs> Bobcat said we need to bring back the old B movies make actors get some real experience before they get a big head. Yep. Well, now B-movies have been replaced by, like, uh, vanity projects on Netflix that nobody watches that, that really just take up space when you're trying to scroll to the left and find right? and then you end up settling on the same three shows you always watch or some oh, comedy Netflix. special that's mediocre at yeah. best. I, there's, there's some people out there making B-movies. Are we talking about B-movie as in, like, the B-movie? No, no, we're not. Okay. No. Like, um, like low-budget, smaller <laughs> yeah. project movies, is that... What yeah, that means. technically, uh, Blood and Honey would be Blood considered and honey like is, a is pretty example. dangerously close to a B movie. I call it an A movie. <laughs> it will be an A movie to us. Will be a movie in our hearts. Johnny Derp said, "Name your favorite movie not created in capitalism. <laughs> Any Derp. favorite Soviet movies, guys?" Um, <laughs> Oh, um, <laughs> I don't know. Would any mo- any of your I home guess movies, that's the joke is, you know, would any of no your great home... movies c- didn't come out of capitalism <laughs> right. because they are all money driven. They will um, never understand that. <laughs> Nelson Neville said maybe he's making a jab at celebs who use uninspired popcorn flicks as their messaging platform. Get over yourself. 
I mean, maybe. Uh, if that's, that's one a, interpretation. That's a charitable interpretation, but I think that's that's a fair one. I think you would have had to elaborate a little bit more for me to buy into to that. I think he's he saying get over yourself to himself when he had to consider taking that role. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, in it's in Aquaman. quotes, right? Like, yeah. To him, yeah. it was a yeah. humbling thing. So yeah, says, Whoa. I, like he was saying, get over yourself. You should just take this role in Aquaman, even though it's like below your dignity as an actor. I'm going to read. I'm actually going to read I this see. paragraph. So it says one of Abdul Mateen's earliest challenges as a new actor was to gauge when he should do the most in school. A student has the tendency to want to show uh, show that I'm using all the tools. The independent artists find what best suits their instrument and needs. Uh, that's one of the things that I've had to learn to fine-tune over the years. The best acting is when the audience can feel the work, not necessarily see it. His Bobby Seal is one of the only parts of Chicago 7 that seemed tethered to reality, in spite of Aaron Sorkin's cartoonish script. Well, leave Aaron Sorkin alone. His Dr. Manhattan in Watchmen was imbued with tenderness in spite of its stiff constraints of playing someone with an unknowable consciousness. The joy of his get-down character wasn't only that he was handsome, but that he shimmied off screen, off the screen, a thrill every time we got to see him. As top dog underdog director Kenny Lyon puts it, he takes you somewhere you haven't been. I think that a lot of it was tethered into like language talking about his craft, and he maybe got caught up and didn't realize that he was about to insult like a great number of the people that keep him employed for the larger paychecks that he's made, and also his own. Yes. Cast. He says, but uh, but how does it feel for Top Dog, Underdog, compared to something big and loud like Aquaman? Everything should be about getting to the truth, but sometimes you have to know which movie or genre you're in. See, I feel like some actors, they play it straight in those movies, and that's what ends up working, right? The reason uh, the Dark Knight and Batman in those movies work is because if you actually stop and think about it, it's a dude in a bat costume, but they don't play it for jokes. They play it for serious, and that takes a certain level of skill and direction from the director yeah. to guide you into that performance. But most of the movies that they're making now aren't looking to do that. They're looking to be over the top. Uh, it's a little bit easier to make a billionaire playboy dress up as a bat more believable than a, a dude who lives underwater and talks to fish. Yeah. Just the way it is. I mean, if he was a really good actor, he could do it. Center Conservative Mom 98 said, Hi guys, you're a blast. Just wanted to say that. Thanks for being awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was really sweet. Waffles Sensei said, Signing a contract before sex is hot. <laughs> oh, no. We all know it's hot. It's like uh, you're like, you yeah. come home, you, they come back to the house, and there's you like sign a, an NDA. There, Someone's like, sitting at a desk <laughs> waiting for you. It's, it's notarized. Like, a whole if there's a receptionist, it's a rose petal, <laughs> it's a rose petal like uh, track all the way into the room, and it's just a, a contract you have to sign. That's funny. <laughs> Candles when and, when you say it like that, like mm-hmm. candles and wine. It's like, would you please sign this, please? Uh, bad up. I'm not reading that. I'm sure Carter <laughs> already did. I did. Jonathan Harris said, "Humble people by making their movies direct to DVD." Bring back direct to DVD. I mean, according to Matt Damon, that would make a hell of a lot more money in a different you know landscape. All right, we're going to talk about, we're going to move on, we're going to talk about Disney Plus. So Disney Plus had to remove one joke from Toy Story 2 because it was inappropriate. This actually happened a a couple of years ago. This was removed from from the the re-releases of Toy Story 2. 
uh, but it's been recently re- uh, removed from Disney Plus. How, how was this discovered? Was it announced in any way, or did people just find out by comparing it to their physical copies? Uh, f- probably compared to their physical copies. I, I hate that it's done under under our noses because you never know what you're missing, or like you rewatch something and. And you just know something's off, but yeah. you don't know what it is. So basically, guys, what happened was in Toy Story 2 in the, in the blooper section in the credits, um, there's an interaction between Stinky Pete, uh, which is voiced by Kelsey Glamour. Uh, Glamour. Grammar. Glamour. Glamour. Uh, Kelsey Grammar. That, uh, <laughs> where he, uh, he, he intimates, uh, intimates to a, a pair of Barbie doll, twin Barbie dolls, that he could, in fact, get them a role in, in Toy Story 3, which, of course, um, didn't. Uh, didn't survive Which, the Me Too movement. That's kind of taking a jab at the film industry right. in a very subversive and and because of that, like hilarious way. Exactly. Uh, it's like a self awareness and kind of it. like putting in a joke for the adults that the kids might not. Yeah, well, the fact over that their they head. took it out kind of makes it seem like no, we want to keep doing that. Yeah, yeah they, they took it out because they're like, no, 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 cover it up, cover right. it up, so it keeps going. Right. So it says, in the scene, villain Stinky Pete uh, is seemingly caught on camera chatting up a pair of Barbie dolls. This says tolls, but I'm guessing they mean dolls. And telling them he's sure he can get them apart in Toy Story 3. Actually, at the beginning, of it, he goes, he goes, you're identical twins? Well, I think they are. Gee, that's Hollywood, dude. Oh, they, they also mention um, the Mandela effect, perhaps. The Mandela effect is not real. Disney is just changing every movie. Yeah, uh. that's that's exactly what it is. So it's like they did this with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. They, they edited out blood and changed the way somebody died uh, to make it ambiguous to whether they died or not. They did the same thing with a bunch of other movies uh, and scenes where they just basically... They change it and they don't tell you. And it's a, and, and Netflix is open to changing things now too because Stranger of the things. Stranger Things incident. It's a problem with... Uh, not owning a what, physical What happened coffee. in Stranger Things that was People not suspected cool. that a scene in the first season got completely uh, edited so that the character of Jonathan Byers... Did you watch it? No, I've just seen I some watched of the first season. There, but. In the first season, do you remember when he was eavesdropping on uh, Nancy Wheeler and yeah. Barb and Steve Harrington at Steve Harrington's house? Yeah. And they're at his pool... So Jonathan has his camera. He's taking pictures of them because he's, you know, his character like is... a creep. Yeah, his character <laughs> is kind of just like an outcast or nerd. A voyeur, like Artistic and right. voyeuristic as well. So he's taking pictures of them while they're hanging out. And then... Boys will be boys. Nancy Wheeler goes up to the second story of Steve's house and she starts undressing it in the second story window. He... Uh, people remember him taking down his camera for a second and considering what to do because he knows it would violate her privacy, but then taking the pictures anyway of her. So fans suspect that they edited that part out so it would only be him taking down his camera and then proceeding to take pictures of Barb, who was still sitting at the pool fully clothed. So they wanted to edit it so Jonathan Byers would look like less of a creep in the first season. Is that confirmed they did that? It's none of it is confirmed and there it's quite possible that like once people started noticing it they could have just edited it right back to what it was oh, before. Yeah. I, I don't think they would even admit it if they did change it but they admitted to changing a ton of other things um not just visual effects but dialogue like they 
got some continuity facts wrong that they had to like voice over you shouldn't be allowed to do that you should be allowed to do that if you screwed it up it becomes the most endearing part of a production when you find things that are wrong with it. Yeah, that's like, like the thing. They call it George Lucas thing, and yeah. they find it very funny. It that is they very do it. hard. And that's not even that old of a show. Like no. with some of these Disney movies, they're you know older. But uh, the other funny thing is, I was thinking to um, I, I was watching an old episode of uh, of one of the CSIs recently, and they and I I can't prove it because I don't have the DVDs anymore. But there's a scene where he, he basically makes a joke about how, like, his ex-girlfriend's... He goes, like, he's like, can you call your ex-girlfriend that works at the DMV? He's like, are you kidding me? She's crazy. And, and, and like, they removed the part where he says she's crazy. And he basically... Because it, it, the scene looks weird and out of context now, where he just kind of, like, double takes and says no, but yes. Because before there was, like, an additional part where he's like, I can't call her. She's nuts. Like, like you can't do that anymore. You can't, you can't call someone can't crazy. Call, can't call a, a, Is that a ableist? Woman, it, it, would be, it would probably be ableist. So <laughs> um, it, it also reminds me of, like, uh, the, eventually they're going to come for the Sandlot when um, the dude uh, pretends to be uh, uncon- to drown so that he can kiss Wendy Peppercorn. No. They're gonna they're gonna come for that, but but most importantly, I, I think the thing is just I don't think kids would have thought that. No kid is thinking that. The adults are. They're the trying ones that to think save that. the sensitivities of adults who and they're preempting the outrage. At this point, they're so afraid of getting backlash for uh, jokes that can be seen as distasteful that they are preempting the backlash before it even happens. And correcting for it in real time without telling anyone. And they really think that, like, they won't get caught. And so far, who knows what else they've edited that so much we, stuff. we have I'm... no idea about. What do you guys think about this one? Um, Lilo and Stitch, a part of the movie where Lilo hides from her older sister and climbs into a dryer, was switched to a pizza box out of fear that kids could hurt themselves copying what they saw that's 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 actually like a tale as old as lilo gets into physical fights in i feel like she she fights other children i feel like are they are they just gonna assume that children will imitate literally anything they see on screen like this is in that case you need to like make a story about rainbows and unicorns and you know i don't know like like what are you gonna do that isn't gonna depict yeah, any mean, violence whatsoever or anything objectionable they did the same ever. thing in the sequel to teen, teenage mutant ninja, Tur- ninja turtles in the sequel to in the secret of the use where basically they said the first one was too violent so in the second one like they never use their weapons they literally use anything but weapons there's a scene where like michelangelo's like fighting a dude with like cold cuts because they wouldn't <laughs> what? Let them, yeah they wouldn't let them take the weapons out of the holster because they just they, they were afraid that the first movie was too violent and it would cause people to be bad people like kids would they're turtles yes they're turtles it's like video games causing gun violence level of moral panic yep right yep so uh the other funny one uh we have not progressed at all since the 90s one of my favorite they they talk about the line i'm glad i grew up in the 90s though where we have regressed if anything since the 90s we we are i think it's a symptom of like raising your kids on a tablet like if, if you're gonna if you're gonna force Disney to be your parent to be your kid's or Coco parent Melon. or or Coco Melon to be 
be your kid's parent, it's going to get stupider and stupider because they can't risk it, right? Like, and then so, your kids are going to get stupider and stupider because say, hey, the tablet isn't raising my kid right. Yeah. It's it's so yeah, basically, it <laughs> underestimates children's capacities to understand stories so much because, like, if you think about other. Uh, other movies that are aimed at children like Wally, or think about like uh, Grimm's fairy tales, like or other traditional fables. These are all aimed at children, and they can be extremely terrifying and violent and dark stories. Yeah, because children, on a fundamental level, understand maybe more than anyone the danger that exists in the world because they know how helpless they are without protection from adults. You know what? Right. One of my favorite movies as a kid that I think kind of got like, I don't know, canceled a little bit was what? um Coraline? the the is it the Black Cauldron or the Magic Cauldron? I'm not sure. Yeah. It's this old. It, it was like deemed as too scary, but yeah. So uh, well, I'll sh I'll send you that one eventually. The other funny I don't one know what here. Ever happened that movie. Hmm. The other funny one here is the Lion King isn't immune. Where the basically. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Woo! Uh, the Lion King isn't immune from having bits uh, removed after parents thought that they saw a rude word in the film. There's a bit oh. where Simba bats a bit uh, of dust around, and in, if you squint really hard, it looks like a three-letter word beginning with S. Uh, I remember when there was okay. a series of this stuff going around, like okay. That's literally Aladdin. just creepy adult paranoia. Right. I, I remember they... Um, well, I don't know if it is totally paranoia, because I No, I pareidolia. It's oh, they're, oh. they're seeing something that isn't there. I, I disagree. I think that... It does not say... Uh, maybe, maybe not that, but I've seen other things, like, in the same movie, there was a scene of, like, people saw the same thing that they, like, spelled out sex with... Yes, in the sky with, with sand or no, something. That, that's in Aladdin. What, that's what oh, I'm in another movie aside from The Lion King? I think still in The Lion King. That's just in the sky, right? There was an Aladdin one, too. In Aladdin? I've heard yeah. a bunch of different and things about I think Aladdin. there was, like... I mean, I just it doesn't I can't mean you change it. No, it doesn't no. mean you change it. But There's, I understand the and and I'm sympathetic to the moral panic about Disney that was more prevalent in the 90s and the 2000s. What about the topless woman on screen in The Rescuers? That what? one I, I I wasn't I that was not one that I was I've heard with. about that yeah. before in some video on this topic but i never saw it and it sounds like it was recalled and i don't know if that was like very clear or seemingly that way but i wonder if if some of the stuff is like editors seeing what they can get away with putting in there or if funny. some of it is like what brett was saying like you think you saw something it's and just uh, blew it up. And the 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 other one, like you said, the, the Me Too one is it's it's literally like they're they're poking fun at themselves in a self referential way, and then it gets removed, which then allows them to keep behaving that way. Right. Like, it's like no, no, we can't talk about that. It's a weirdly like waspy, repressed, yeah, way to go about humor. What are they saying? This word even is because I can't see it. They're saying that it spells sex. This is totally unrelated, but on the note of like children's movies that are weirdly terrifying, The Brave Little Toaster. Oh, yeah. That was oh, so the scary Black to me for some reason. makes that look like kitty stuff. Really? That was another one of my favorite ones. Though. I was also Brave terrified of the Goonies. Why? I don't know. I just was like so scared. What part? When I watched that. I, I'd have to go back and rewatch it, but like. 
I don't know. Did they really Maybe. think that kids were going to get into a pe- like they were going to get into the the dryer and then lock themselves but in? Lilo beats other little girls up. Well, that's fine. That's fine. As long as you don't lock yourself in. You can throw down on the playground, but stay out of the washing machine. I mean, you can't lock yourself in a dryer. It doesn't a washing machine different, but well, actually, I, I have you like, tried? Oh, I know. Have you no. tested it out? Let's no. go downstairs and see. We're going to have to check, check this out. At least I'm claustrophobic. Kid, yeah, public least. service announcement. Don't put your kid in a dryer. Uh, I we, already know the comments about washing machines that we're going to get from Bad App Help now. me, Steph. No, help me, Steph, Set bro. them up. No. <laughs> Come on, Carter. Think. Think. <laughs> help me, Step Bro. That's what they're going to say. Uh, also, I want to point out this really quick about Disney. Disney is pondering doing their own version of Amazon Prime, uh, and I, they I want gonna, to consume your entire Disney life. Prime. And considering <laughs> we have a, a we have chat from somebody who says closet Disney nerd today. Disney <laughs> has a very hardcore fan base of like of people that like love millennials. Love like I I attribute it. It's, it's the wine aunts. It's it's wine moms and wine aunts that go there and they're like, oh my god. It's and, not even the the wine aunts. It's the it's the dog moms. <laughs> I, I have an irrational dislike for for the term. It's dog the millennials parents. who call dogs doggos. I'm fine with that. Ugh. Just don't call it your child and don't dress it up. I have a fur baby. For oh, babies. I can understand though how it's very nostalgic to people and they yes. like yeah. d- doing the Disney World or Disneyland. Nostalgia thing. is one thing, but like considering it a lifestyle and like a cult to yeah. be a part mm-hmm. of. There's is people totally who make different. a whole living off Isn't, of just being Disney influencers. Am I wrong? Is there a neighborhood in development that is like literally a Disney owned Pretty sure it's already been lived in. I, it's I read some like kind of story where they had in use? like there was like a murder that happened in uh, the neighborhood. It was I'd have to look. Was this, this like it's up. like somehow associated affiliated with, Disney World? with the Disney parks? Yeah, I think. Made and then a neighborhood. it's like meant for permanent residents, right? If you want to live in Disney World and like have you like just that, want to be like Truman Show experience, extended adolescence, literally forever. Yeah. Disney with its theme parks, resorts, merchandise, streaming, and more could create a program that would make it worthwhile for heavy users of its offerings to enlist. The move continues a recent focus for the company to increase revenue strategies that have already have that already have manifested at the theme parks and in companies' various streaming services. It's uh, there's whole channels dedicated to just covering Disney park news. Whole channels connected to talking about ju- just just. Disney marketing and merchandising, but it is interesting of the idea of like when I get the the reason I have Amazon Prime, even if I even if I you know have to accept that Jeff Bezos is about to ruin Lord of the Rings, is that you have a huge variety of stuff to choose from. I don't have to but buy. But you also Amazon. said it's the illusion of choice. It is well, but it's a bunch of different brands all in one place. Yeah, I, it's basically so that I don't have to go to another person's website and. <laughs> and click on their website and then find my way to their cart. You can use the same cart for everything. I don't know if there's enough stuff from Disney that the average person is going to to find that beneficial. The neighborhood thing you're talking about, I could be remembering this off, but um, are you guys familiar with Defunct Land? No. It's like a YouTube channel that talks about oh, yes, like, yes, 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 different yeah. amusement yep. park stuff. He got in big trouble, right? Did he? Uh, at Disney. I haven't watched it in a long time, but I think he did a video about like the attempt to make a neighborhood yeah. for and Disney Yeah. And it failed people. or are people living there? 
Um, well, the channel's defunct land, so we'll see. yeah, it sounds like I'd have to refresh my memory. So, if yes. there, if it's true it that there was sound. a murder, like so you're saying, what I murder. was listening to Mr. Like Mr. Ballin. Ballin no, no, yes! I, was, I was listening to Mr. Ballin, and he covered the story about this family that like moved in there, and then the dad like had an affair, <laughs> and then somehow everyone ended wow. up dead. I love I Mr. Know. Ballin. I'm not Dude, sure I'm the one that I'm talking about ever like really came to be. I don't know. Hmm. I gotta watch some old. Videos. I listen to a lot of videos where it's like uh, they talk about like conspiracies around Disneyland or whatever, where they're like, "Oh yeah, there's tunnels under there, and they communicate, and people have died on these islands." And there are, like and, the ghosts what, of children inside, right? And, and Walt like Disney special rides. elite clubs. Well, and that's where like there's the there's well, the whole thing. They, they believe that Walt Disney is cryogenically frozen under Disney. I uh, thought it was just, it's just his, his head. head. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I know it's under uh, Disney. Like, um, you know, he. I want him to. I never believed that. I want one. him to come back. I thought it was true. I want him to come back and kick out all the commies. But somebody on Reddit said it. You don't believe? If somebody on Frozen today. <laughs> I think he'd be fact. Oh man, that's uh, yeah. I think so is so too. is is there a Disney? Is Disney Prime something that would interest anyone in this room? No. Not no. me, but I think it, that a lot of people would be into it. I guess it would in depend on. No, no, not no. in this room. I mean, um. Like just the, you're like you're saying, there's so many people who are so hardcore Disney fans there's, that they'll they'll spend money on any of it. We just, saw a f- like what was it like a five thousand uh, dollar Star Wars like Disney Star Wars themed cocktail that they sell yeah. on one of their cruise ships. There what? are people who have too much money to even know what to do Where with. Are these people? That's like, what that's for. I thought we were living in like an in, in a generation of people who are like displaced can't afford homes. I think with like that generation it's either you have way too much disposable income or like not enough to have a family. Right. Like, so they're like I can't afford a family, I can't afford a house, but I can certainly buy a $5,000 Disney uh cocktail. Well, just the bifurcation the, yeah. between those two camps is was like way too big. Yeah. And no That's, gray area. I think what the real problem and is. And right. a lot of the videos that I'm seeing talk about how Disney is like they're increasing their their prices are going up so much cuz they don't want the plebs to come there. They yeah. want, they only want rich people they've, there. Cuz they they're like there are too many videos of people fighting in our theme parks <laughs> we kind of need a new target could you guys audience stop beating the crap out of each yeah, other in, in, saw that always in toontown twice. every freaking time <laughs> something about toontown just sets them off <laughs> nothing like some cartoons <laughs> to get you real study that. pissed and ready to throw down the fight i would never want to uh, if they did a disney one it would have to be something funny where it's just like uh, i, I want to see a disney town where it's just the executives it's just it's like goofy but it's a it's a big studio executive running around have to make animatronic uh, studio executives or like Kevin Feige. There's a big like Mickey Mouse version of Kevin Feige walking around telling you secrets to Marvel movies. Or or Maybe Disney's it's the animatronics head. that are like freaking people out. I saw one the other day. Yeah. It was like um, it was like a Chuck E. Cheese, but it said Charles Entertainment Cheese. It's like why is <laughs> somebody calling Chucky by his government name? Why is Chucky <laughs> calling him by his government name? Yeah, you know, it's crazy. I always thought growing up it was Chuck E. Cheese, but then I realized it was Chuck E. e cheese. cheese. Yeah. Yes. Chucky is probably that's a Mandela marks. effect. Yeah. yeah, isn't that stupid? <laughs> let's get into super chats. Let's, let's go. <laughs> Jonathan Harris said, "No, I remember watching that scene as a kid and not thinking anything about it. It wasn't until I was an, an adult that I knew that was a Weinstein joke. Not to mention it was a blooper." Okay, I want to point out another example. I was, I was, I watched uh, a, a, a fantastic movie that many of you might have seen last night, uh, seen before, called Rookie of the Year. It's a baseball oh, yeah. movie. Okay, 
There is a funny bit where the, the lead character's mom has this creepy affection for one of his friends where she's always like, hi, hi, so-and-so. Hi, Clark. And the kid's like 12. I do remember that. And it's that. very, like, I posted like a reel of it like uh. a long time ago where I just started laughing at how unabashedly pedo-ish it was. It was really freaking creepy. Everyone go back and rewatch uh, Rookie of the Year. It's, uh, I think it's the only movie Daniel Stern ever directed. But Oh, I just Googled Rookie of the Year Mom Creep and I got what? a YouTube video here. No, I wouldn't have I wouldn't mom have looked creep. I wouldn't have looked up Rookie well, of the curious. Year Mom Creep on uh, on the Wi Fi. I would have, <laughs> I, I would have done that on your on, on your on your plan. Okay. You gotta get Virtual Shield before you start looking <laughs> up Mom Creep. Man, maybe we can get it like we can get a, a sponsorship from Virtual Shield one day and be like, and if you're gonna look up stuff like Rookie of the Year Mom Creep, you <laughs> ever watch that movie King and or Kid and King Arthur's Court? Yes, that was a great movie. Yeah, that was like one of the only other movies that guy's been in. I feel like um, who? Oh, the kid. Yeah, uh, yeah. The that he's a musician now. He is the kid. The kid from that movie's a musician now. What's the name of his band? Dude? I he's uh what's he's his like name? Indie rock. Okay. Um, He's got like a three-part name, like every kid from that age. You had to have a three-part name. Rolando A. Ramirez said a kid would go, oh, that's so nice of him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, he's going to get him a part in the movie. That's so kind of him. Why does, I mean, I mean that's, I'm sure that's what they thought Weinstein was doing. He's like, just come here, sit on my lap, and I, I will get you a part in this movie. And they're like, fine. Like, well, ah! they are twins, you know. Yeah, this is, he just wants to help them. He's like, Casting he, calls he wants for to help them. To he wants to help them build generational wealth. For no reciprocal behavior at all, I'm sure. Just a little reciprocal <laughs> a little behavior. Mi- mi- <laughs> Johnny Derp said, "How long before they edit all the adult humor from Animaniacs?" Yep, Hello, yep. nurse. <laughs> You're not going to be allowed. Uh, there's uh, people post stuff like that all the time. Of like, it's like old Johnny Bravo stuff that like absolutely would not fly today. Where it's like she like locks him into like a chains and basically assaults him. Jeez. What? I'll, I'll send it to you later. Okay. Hobbit said, hey, babe, want to come back to my place and sign? <laughs> you want to come back and make a contract? I got a, I got a, I got a fantastic non-disclosure for you. <laughs> um, bad Just... app, I'm not reading that. <laughs> Hobbit said, Netflix and sign. <laughs> so, like, I'm saying like, and then like, I need oh. to stop reading bad apps. Here's the, I, I can't handle them. Here's the problem, though. In 10 years... There's going to be women who are going to be like, and I thought he just wanted me to come back and, and sign a piece of paper. I had no idea. Yeah. Like, 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 I thought he meant sign language. I thought he was going to teach me American sign language. I can't believe that's actually, you said it's an app? There's Wait, there's what? an app. Like a consent signing there's, app? There's oh, yeah. I didn't know app. Brett knew. Yep. Oh, At the geez. end of the day, it means nothing. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think it was mostly like th- a joke. I think cause... that's a bigger red flag if you have to sign a paper. Well, because then it's like, okay, so what does this mean? Like, after we sign this, anything can happen? Like, How do you just lack an understanding of social cues to that degree? You didn't, it's actually Maybe insane. didn't learn them growing up. Or there's, but it's something you don't need to learn. It's just being and... human. Yeah. Co- guy comes in, he's got, like a, he's got like, a, like a little needle, and he's like, we do blood oaths here. And like, you have to sign with, <laughs> with, a thumb, with your thumb and blood. Yeah, if, if <laughs> Your, your boyfriend does that run <laughs> it's army hammer also i want to point out that part of this problem is is the is the joke we make now the jokes we've made out of the term red flag like we, we literally make yeah. jokes out of it's like when i see all his red flags and it shows like a girl like running through a bunch <laughs> of red flags like right to the 
we, we've we've turned it into a joke in our culture. Thank you. Yeah. Right. Closet Disney nerd said, always buy hard copies yeah. of movies or TV shows you love. Nothing is safe from Big Brother on the internet. Nope. That's we we, we champion that a lot here. That's uh, yep. something that I've actually unfortunately stopped doing as much of as I used to. I, I left most of my collection in Minnesota, but I should probably start rebuying stuff again. If something disappears, just go scour your local like thrifty oh, store. Thrift stores and even uh, even uh, like pawn shops are a good place to find season DVDs for, mm-hmm. for reasonable prices. You get nothing if you sell them. They're like, we're going to sell yeah. this for $15. But like, you, we'll also, a dollar and, you also and, pay hardly nothing to get yes. them. Yep. Hobbit said, is my contract big enough? <laughs> <laughs> Did you read the fine print? Jonathan Harris said, I'm going to hot coffee mod all my kids' movies now. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? I don't know. It's, it's not the I'm size not of the contract. It it's the way it's written. That, so true. That, Sorry. That, that was go. late. There you go. Lawyer Robert. humor. Rascal King said, from the depths of Google Data Center <laughs> hell, I am the Rascal King. With at least 15 exclamation marks. Oh, much more than that. Thank you, Rascal King. <laughs> Ernest goes to four chan. <laughs> Jonathan Harris said, I'm just glad the Modern Warfare 2 remastered campaign didn't get rid of no Russian. Russia is always the bad guy now in everything. That's the only people you're allowed to, to make bad guys now. Halls and the kids said at the game studio, we hid donuts inside the geometry of cop cars. The only way you'd ever see it is if you glitched the camera through the model. That's incredible. That's funny. Closet Disney nerd said, adults are the ones who imitate what they see on television. Yep. People treat their lives like a reality TV show rather than just reality. I have a, um, I, I would tell people like I, I have a habit like when I was younger where I would, if I was walking, I would just randomly start walking in like 120 frames a second. Or I start walking slowly as if the camera just ramped the speed down. Wait, what? Like imagine you're walking at regular, uh, at a regular pace. And like a, a cool part of a song comes on in your headphones, you start walking much slower as if the you were. Being I filmed. actually I found out like my I used to do elliptical stuff, and I found out like one thirty five is like my perfect jog beat. So I made like a playlist, <laughs> and, like, hit like that's every, incredible. And I was like, I should make this an app or something to where you can choose your BPM to like what speed you run to. That's actually a really good idea. I think it, somebody did it. No, oh. I've had a lot of ideas like that though. My my dad, when I was young, built uh, these like he took like two pieces of like uh, like tile, like like long tile, and built this thing so that you can like as if you're like like faux skating, push left, push right to help you get better feet like feet under you for like hockey, not for rollerblading. But you're like nice. in place. Yeah, but you're okay. in place. He made that like 25 years ago, and those are like gazillion dollar industry now like wow you should have so yeah. if you have an idea do it like, do it because there's nothing more annoying when someone's like i thought of that like 15 years ago i'm like yeah but then you didn't do all of the other steps that came that right. come with like actually mm-hmm. and a fulfilling lot of your f- fulfilling your dream center conservative mom 98 said don bluth studios is far superior to disney I, I'm actually they did the All Dogs Go to Heaven, which is another children's movie that scared the life out of me. Who made Homeward Bound? I think that was Touchstone. All Dogs Go to Heaven, like literally, made me sick to my stomach. Really? How, how like scary I found that movie. Why? I don't know why. I have no idea why. Sheltered Mary. I know people love Land Before Time. Yep. Uh, love oh, I love Land I, Before I Time. I think that was I've like not really it. for my my generation though. Yeah, that was my like. 
my generation, my older siblings' movie. generation. Well, there's a whole. Is that like um a th- you know there's like the thing in music where people are like I was born in the wrong generation because I like listened to Pink Floyd. It's like is there? And like- I would be like I was born in the wrong generation because I like a land before time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's your own version of it. Uh, that up. I'm just. I'm not reading that. Um, where is this? My favorite part of not reading bad apps is that your tone never changes. You never, you never get angrier or happier or. Uh, I'm or- not angry. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> oh my god! You're like I, I think hey. you actually become a mom when you say that. Like just by saying it, you're now a mom somehow. <laughs> I'm not angry. By the way, shout out to Thousand Foot Deep End for uh, calling Mary out for not saying hi to bad app for me yesterday. How would anyone even <laughs> know that I agreed to do that? I don't know. Next time I, I certainly didn't tell Next time anyone. I come on, what I'm going to be like, hi, I'm Taylor. What's up, bad app? <laughs> there you go. Johnny Derp said kids imitate what they see on screen. I broke an arm and a collarbone trying to be evil Knievel in the late 70s. Someone <laughs> tell Mary who he was. Mary, Heard you know, of him. Do you, do you know who Evil Knievel was? He used to jump over stuff. stuff stunt devil? Stunt, stunt, mm-hmm. Yeah, stunt guy. Yeah. So there, there's a great Dave Chappelle bit where he talks about how he's like, I'm like Evil Knievel. I get paid for the attempt. He's like, he had a comedy <laughs> special that bombed. He's like, yeah. Yep. Bobcat said, most theme parks have company towns where they house their employees close to the park. Some have private roads even. That's so dystopian. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Woo! Parties. We love Crisis you guys. party. Just ten more, and or no, no, nope. twelve more, twelve more, twelve more. It's never going to happen. Let's... I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight back at this. If I have to dye my hair blonde, I'm gonna be very, very. Oh, he, he's just <sighs> saying that. Wait, is it he blonde really or it's to. just tips? I, I, uh, he committed to full bleach. Whatever doesn't ruin my hair, because it's, getting... will... it's gonna ruin it. You no guys will what. look like brother and sister. I That's mean... weird. I don't want to look like Mary's brother. <laughs> I'm I'm fine being I want to look as different from Mary as possible. possible. <laughs> I think you should just do like boy band tips. Don't let, him, don't let him get away. It's not a, letting him walk it back. There's a right. I know it's not as big of a commitment, but it's like a style. There's it's also a, a fantastic just the tip joke here somewhere. But uh, It was oh, already oops. made by Bad App. And by the way, for the next one, I'm not reading that. I didn't, I didn't mean to open that door. Closet Disney nerd said Disney's own local government is called Reedy Creek, Reedy Creek yeah. Improvement District, which is currently at war with DeSantis, was started to build... WDW well, yeah, Disney World? Uh, yeah we, we haven't been covering the we've stayed away from the DeSantis and just Disney because stuff. It's, it's so political it's very political but I am aware of that situation of course bad app said the neighborhood is Golden Oak it's open let's Ooh. go so it's open to non-employees then Let me like if you're just a out. crazy Disney adult, that sounds familiar with I, what I Mr. feel like Ballin there's both said. Hmm. like not necessarily the same neighborhood but I think like both yeah either exist or Interesting. They've wanted to exist. Jonathan Harris said, "Hey, Toontown was a great MMO." <laughs> I yeah, <gasps> I um hmm? I was right. You were right. I typed in murder at Golden Oak and it says man confesses to killing oh wife, gosh. three kids and a dog and three home. kids yeah. and the dog. And of course, we're in a society now that would Whoa. be like they can't believe he killed the dog. That's the society well, we live in now. Don't quote me on that. I'm just reading the news. <laughs> that's, that's sad. <laughs> Don't shoot the messenger. Regatan said, in terms of anime, I recommend Boku no Pico. Okay. 
we usually don't review or talk about yeah. anime because yeah, there's a, a, a huge chasm between the mainstream audience and the anime audience for some reason. Anime, there's a, we also have another comment later in to like they're talking about how they leave video game references and we don't get them. Like anime, manga, and video games are so big that they need their own shows just for those. Yeah. Hobbit said it's Charles Entertainment Cheese the Third. Rude. <laughs> is that really his middle name? I have no idea. Yes, it is. Uh, really? So Chuck E. Cheese, the E stands for entertainment. Oh, incredible! Closet Disney nerd said the Disney company is in its current in its current state is a disgrace. Walt is turning <laughs> in his non cryogenic grave. But if it was cryogenic, <laughs> it would be cool if he could come back and just like like it's reverse McCarthyism now Make anyway. So he's <laughs> like he's like, What's going on? This is hell. Thousand Foot Deep End said a kid in King Arthur's court is what I will always remember Daniel Craig for first. Yeah. Bobcat said, I've got the best non-disclosure agreement. Everyone agrees. That's what they tell me. <laughs> Everyone agrees. Everyone agrees. Uh, Matt said, isn't sending Mary the Bravo clip later harassment? Probably, yeah. I, maybe I shouldn't send her the, the Johnny Bravo clip. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, Is that harassment? <laughs> uh, it, it's, uh, uh, you have to be very careful these days. You never know what, uh, what's going to amount to, to some type of harassment. Blue Heart said Coach Carter is Carter's alter ego. That's you. Is it? I also I've never been a coach, but I also want to point out that like we are in an age now where I make me and Mary joke all the time about like what will be said when we're eventually deposed for for what for what we're talking about here. Like it's uh, going to be because uh -oh. of me because I'm the Fed. Because right? Mary is the Fed, and and it's very clear that you know my hope is that she spares me. Uh, when it all comes crashing down, but we'll we'll have to wait and see. You'll have to be on my good side. Let's hope. <laughs> Jonathan Harris dye said, your hair <laughs> dye your hair my color or you're going to jail. That's what she said. <laughs> Jonathan Harris said Carter, the purpose of signing was to not get falsely accused of our word. Should anyone have any regrets? Yes, Jonathan, I understand that. But the problem <laughs> is the the problem is though it's like you could be like if you can revoke consent just on the basis of like I guess I just kind of regretted doing it and he was uh, he was so like they're like he's a musician he's so he's so powerful it's like what if she's like he was just so charming and, and yeah. intelligent and I I felt such an allure to him the power dynamic was was what it was insufferable I couldn't right. take it anymore he was just so kind and at the end of the day a contract is. I mean, you can always challenge that coming yeah. from like a, I'm not a lawyer, but both my siblings are. And that's yeah. what they've told me. So, Yvonne Ortiz said South Park had a gag where Stan's dad was in a PC college house. And in the morning after partying, the head of the house walked around and asked all the guys for their consent form <laughs> last night. <laughs> that's the world we live in now. And remember, if you're, if you're out, if you're a college-age dude and you're out partying with girls and you're both drinking, you're still responsible for what happens. It yep. scares me how much our world has turned into a South Park episode sometimes. <laughs> Every day. Right? Every day. I'm not here to talk about my transition. I'm not here to talk about my transition. <laughs> Jonathan Harris said... That's, that one's a little bit too close to home for me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, fair, enough. fair enough. Bye and... Wait, rip, R.I.P. RIP DVDs and put on Plex server. 
Okay. I don't know. Oh, that's illegal. What I do is, uh, what I would do is, I would buy all my all my DVDs in season DVDs. I would then burn them onto uh, like onto hard drives, mm. so that I can not even because I wanted to preserve them that way, but because I hated having to take a disc out and put a new disc in. So mm. I wanted so I could just put it on a playlist uh, in VLC media player, or just having like a massive shelf of DVDs. Well, I kept the DVDs. I just I wanted oh. easier access, so I didn't have to constantly have to take a DVD out of the case. That mm. makes sense. Thousand Foot Deep End said Half Price Books is where I bought my extended special edition Lord of the Rings sets. There's so much stuff that you end up finding there that you can tell the kid. Like, you buy that set and you know some kid came back from college and is like, Mom, why did you sell that? Where's my Lord of the Rings set, Where's my Lord of the Rings set? Like, you know, that's like, and Mom's like, oh, I didn't want to sell your, I didn't know you still collected your comic books, honey. (laughs) And they're just like, it's like, I had a Batman number one in there. It's like, like. You know that that happens. Like where some moms... Sounds like like it happened to you. Not comics, but I've had to... Maybe. (laughs) Okay. We we won't touch any of your stuff. We won't go there. Not today. That's the next have (laughs) I did have a Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card that got like thrown away. Aw. Like she's like, you had a shoebox full of cards. I'm like, it was in like literally... It was in glass. It was like framed in glass. Why would you throw something away that's framed in glass? Michael... Knip, Kip, Knip said, "Y'all be missing all the video game jokes references. Have Tim hit me up about Timcast video game content. Trust me, we've got that covered. We're we're we're, oh, they're working on on that right now. I believe. Yep. We we do not need you, but well, (laughs) send it to pitches at Timcast though. We as Jonathan Harris, the the company's got is doing it, not us, not the company." Um, Jonathan Harris said the hot coffee mod was a mod in GTA that unlocked special activities that were removed from the final release but left on disc. Yeah, see, there you go. What does it have to do with hot coffee? I presume, like, pouring it on somebody? Um, let's see. Go through Matt, uh, said, Matt and then we'll go, to, we'll go to Podluck and then we'll finish up at the end. All right. No. Matt said Voodoo has disc... Di- Disc to digital service. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't think of that. That's that's mm. well, yeah. Like you could buy a oh, lot of. Um, one of these comments further down talks about the hot coffee mod. No, explains it. All right, we're gonna move uh, on. Okay. Uh, we're gonna do pod luck, and we will keep answering those once we get to the end. So this was of originally going to be kind of a womp womp womp, but it's actually more of like a this is kind of sus as the kids. That's what the Sussy. kids say, right? Sussy. Uh, House of Dragons showrunner uh, quits after premiere. This is quite shocking. The show had a very strong premiere and even had uh, the ratings go up from week one to week two for game for the Game of Thrones uh, prequel. So it says the network told the Post Wednesday that I don't know how to pronounce his name. If it's Sapochnik, that I'm going to say that and hope to to goodness that that's correct. I I, I apologize. If well, I'm wrong. no one's going to correct. Who you. also worked on Game of Thrones has entered into a first look deal with HBO to develop new projects. He will remain as an executive producer on the House of the Dragon, which got which just got the green light for a second season based on the George R R Martin book uh, Fire and Blood. Dragon is set to about 200 years. Blah blah blah. It says working within the Thrones universe for the past few years has been an honor and a privilege, especially sending the spending the last two with this amazing cast and crew of House of the Dragon. Uh, I am so proud of what we accomplished with season one and am overjoyed and enthusiastic of our... Oh, he says, I am overjoyed by the enthusiastic reaction of our viewers, which sounds like... This is definitely um, a a sussy. It's a red flag, even. It's a super red flag. He should sign a contract. Oh, he did sign a contract. He did sign something. I mean... 
yeah earlier you were saying it sounds like difference of creative direction which always just means that they are planning on having it deteriorate deteriorate plot wise into the second season which happens all too often and everyone is talking about this big showdown of the performance between (sighs) rings of power and house of the dragon and which one is going to win out the most viewers? Well, given what I we're going to show people I find myself here, hoping that both will fail. Given, given, <laughs> what, given the thing we're going to show them at the end there from Lord of the Rings, uh, I have a feeling that Game of, <laughs> Game of Thrones w- uh, ends up winning. Yeah, I mean, maybe the, since Game of Thrones had like a more recently mm. uh, grown fan base yeah. than any of the Tolkien books or films that it was set up for success more so. Yeah. But also, I think that Rings of Power is just going to be laughably bad in comparison. And so far, House of the Dragon is getting a positive reaction. It was incredibly tough to decide to move on, but I know that it's the right choice for me, personally and professionally, he continued. As I do so, I hate how how PR everything is. Everything. Even the response to the misconduct allegations we were reading earlier. Like, I just... That's not you. Every time you we, didn't write that. Every time we talk about this stuff, it's like nobody ever sounds like an actual human being. No, like, everyone is like a customer service AI. To the point where like whenever I have to read a quote that is something that's not prepared, I, I can't do it because they're talking like an actual person. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah. the sentence structure is actually a bit haphazard the way people actually talk. Uh, everything else we read just sounds like uh, an AI wrote the. Maybe it's the same guy who's like runs that FN Mecca rap uh, rap AI program. Also has like a side gig, has a side hustle as like a PR person for these Hollywood people. Maybe it's like so in development. It is. It is. It is suspect that he's moving on, but he's getting. A, he's staying with HBO. So maybe it's not purely managerial. Mm-hmm. But we will. We will see what that goes. Uh, and I also, before we go, guys, I do want to talk about Leonardo DiCaprio. Let's. Uh, so there's is Leonardo DiCaprio afraid of women over the age of he 25? He's absolutely terrified. They're scary. The, the, there's kidding. a fantastic. Is, <laughs> I, I mean, all I'm saying is I hope he's afraid of women under 18 as well. Yes. There's a fantastic <laughs> meme that says like your your parents insurance when you turn 26 and it's a picture of Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> I have health insurance toots. <laughs> <laughs> So it says, uh, Mary Madigan put a pen to paper after the great Gatsby actor's latest breakup with girlfriend Camilla Marone. Is it Marone? Marone. Happened a few months ago after she turned the age of 25. I'm li- like I said, I want to see a documentary of all these women like with the seven days leading up to their 25th birthday where they do everything in po- possible to either get pregnant or find some way to woo him into proving that they are the one exception to the rule of, of staying together after the age of 25. Or they go back and they continually like set back his clock to try like to... Groundhog Day. Yeah. They're on like, the day before her, her 26th birthday. Or, or, or <laughs> over she just, and over again. Every year he asks, he's like, how old are you? And she just keeps adding a year. Like she keeps back, like, yeah, like leaping forward. I'm rewatching the act and she's... Uh, every two years telling her daughter that she's two years younger than she actually is. Yeah. So she like told her that she was born in 1995, but before that she was born in 1993, but she actually was born <laughs> in 1991. So like, he's like, they start dating when she's 21. And then on her 23rd birthday, he's like, hey, he's like, happy birthday. She's like, I know. I'm so glad that I'm 22. And he's like, oh, sure. And then she just every year, yeah. Keeps adding a year backwards so that she never ages. 
Mm-hmm. Just rewrite history. Yeah. And they, they made this hilarious yeah. graph, which I think... I'm literally made. looking at that right now. It's an Same. infographic. It's, it's uh, actually very, very well, well made. Right, yeah. No, Somebody put a lot of work into this one. I know. <laughs> so the, the Which tr- makes me think that there are some people genuinely scandalized and angry about this, which mm-hmm. I think is ridiculous. Positive For him colors. to get genuinely flamed on the internet instead of just kind of memed on... I think is is like, insane just considering the real problems and predators that are in Hollywood that you could be talking now? about. Yeah. Is he 50 now? He's 47. Maybe okay. this will sound insensitive, but what's the big deal? He's a movie star and he seems to have a type. It's not out of the ordinary in any way. Yeah, it's definitely and not in just fact, him. You know, he's kind of countercultural in Hollywood for dating adults. Yep. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I want to point out that he does fail the half your age plus seven test. No. <laughs> uh, they, they should be at least 30 and a half. <laughs> at least he hasn't done anything... Like the musicians have been accused of. Oh, I'm, we've talked I, about I mean, today, we'll, we'll, so. we'll, you know. Yes. So that we know of. Right. Yes. They're like, well, he's doing all this. Uh, he's kind of sus, but he really loves that climate change stuff. Yeah, so. the only thing that makes me less sympathetic to Leo is just that he's annoying as a oh, person. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, the, and my preachy. Fa- my favorite part was says Leo turned 25 years old in the year 1999. His current partner turned two years old. Maybe oh. maybe they broke up because he decided her carbon footprint was too large at the age of twenty six. <laughs> you've you've tacked on like too at many 25, years. You're pushing it. Isn't like twenty five said to be like the age that your brain is like fully developed? I that, think it's different for men. That is what it they is say. It is different. Yeah, men is twenty five or twenty six, and women's is earlier. Is oh. it okay? What I just okay. I remember. Oh, I mean, that's that no I think it's sense. mostly like bro it. science, right? But <laughs> <laughs> is that like barstool conservatism? <laughs> sort of. Are the, d- it's is definitely there a, there's a lot of overlap between bro science and barstool conservatism. So so bro science seems <laughs> like it's like the weird offshoot of trust the science and pl- of the people who are like, but just trust the science, and they go to family ga- gatherings. They don't like each other, but bro science hangs out at the same bar as barstool conservatism and they kind of go back and forth what would what would used to be like old wives tales uh, are now like what I, I mentioned recently I said you know why I hate the internet it's because all those things your aunt told you were true you can now find out whether like like when they say like you gotta shave more so your beard will grow back in more full clearly not true, not true. when you would have been but, better off just believing the crazy things that your aunt it. told you yeah. all those years so all those things that and you another used to, thing like if you're in conversation and someone says something crazy I don't want to be immediately fact-checked. Yes. We can just kind of right. riff on it, right? That's that's a problem. Like, I think it's also one of the reasons why people are now, why they're so defensive, because you're not allowed to just vamp and be uh, not wrong, but misinformed. Right. You have to now, when you get something wrong, there's a make there's a go-to excuse people can say to you as to why you shouldn't have been wrong, yeah. which degrades our conversation. You can't like, have... Educate yourself. Yeah, no, it's yeah. like you're being constantly called out for... Just talking. If I want to say that my beard will grow back in more full because I, if I shave more, <laughs> I want to be able to say that without having That's actually. Speech, damn it. You're canceled. You're, Wait, that, so that is not. I don't true? know how we even not got true. here. But. Yes, we, we got off topic of Leo <laughs> and his uh, and his behavior. Uh, so, and before we go, we have one more thing. We sh- I should have put this right next to the Rings of Power or to the to the to the thing with um, House of the Dragon. So, if you want to wonder who is going to win. In the battle between House of the Dragon 
and the Rings of Power, you need look no further than this video I am about to show you from Entertainment Weekly, guys. We're not going to play the audio because we will get copyright struck. Copyright struck? Copyright Stricken. struck? Copy struck written. All right. No! Go No, away, no audio. music. Bum, 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 this bum, is what bum. half of... This is what $750 million gets you. Is that not a, not a joke? That this is not is, a joke. This is the opening sequence for Rings of Power, guys. Are you kidding? Yes. This is it. You are kidding. No, no, no. no, no. Entertainment no, this Weekly, this is an official release. Official. Looks like a 90s soap opera. Yes. It literally it, looks like a soap opera. It, it looks like something from the show Merlin. And not in a wow. charming way. Not in the charming fun way. That guy looks like the like Scrooge Everyone from... look incredibly befuddled, except you look happy and creepy. That is... So, guys... Get ready because it is going to be a freaking dumpster fire. I can't. I'm so excited to hate watch it. I wow. two episode premiere. Gotta uh, watch one tonight, one in the morning. I'm gonna be like, there, there would be a great time lapse of me trying to watch it as like I start to cry because I can't get through it because I'm just like this is so stupid. Or it's gonna be funnier. This is why if I we need up, to live react to things. Or I it's think. gonna be funnier if I end up actually liking it and then I have to like pretend that that I don't. I'm like, yeah, that was awful. But secretly, that's I'm gonna like be the schism that yeah. will end this show for yes. good. <laughs> uh, we'll. I, no, I, I am vehemently against the concept that that you know that you're not allowed to like something just because. No. I watched a thing the other day, like Angry Joe, like liked She-Hulk, and like people were reacting to the fact that, but he would get mad at people who got mad at him for liking She-Hulk. If you like something that other people don't like, that's fine. Like you don't have to like all the same things. I a lot no. of people give me crap in the in the chat about like the movies that I that I suggest, but a lot of times I'm suggesting them because I know nobody else will like them but me. I understand that, and that's okay. But yeah, that just says apparently this is the intro to the new Lord of the Rings series. This is what seven hundred and fifty million dollars gets you. Uh, Tolkien is literally rolling over. Just absolutely insane. He, he's rolling right next to Walt Disney, and they're both rolling over in their graves. Uh, uh, clockwise and counterclockwise. Well, well, Walt is just his head in a cryogenic container. <laughs> making his head over. spin. Yes. So I hate this visual. It's, it's going to be fantastic. I'm going to have nightmares over that. <laughs> Let's do the super chats before we go. Okay. Hobbit said, Gollum from the Hobbit cartoon movie scared my boyfriend. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember how he looked. Jonathan Harris said, so Bad App has confirmed mommy issues? Bad App would have to confirmed? confirm that. Yeah. Fact Can you check confirm that? that? Terrence Rice said, hot coffee was a cut feature from GTA San Andreas where your girlfriend would ask for hot coffee. It was a sex mini game. You can find the OG disc copies floating around online. What? Perfect. What? I love the internet. Uh, let's see. Ivan Ortiz said, don't watch Boku no Pico. It's a lewd hentai. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't. Anyways. No one was going to take that suggestion anyway, because we're not weebs. Uh, I'm not going to read that bad app. You're not going to read the bad app one. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. Um... What's next? We've got like two more. Two more. Hobbit said, I declare Rings of Power loses the battle of the fan fictions. It is literally fan fiction. It is all of its fan fiction. I mean, uh, I guess the the Rings of Power or the the House of the Dragon one's based on an actual book, but it's still essentially fan fiction. Yeah. Jonathan Harris said, this is sad. (laughs) Alexa, play Despacito. Do you remember that when, uh, uh, was it Biden who, who came out to... 
Does anybody remember Wait, that? Wait, what? He came out to that song or something like that. He did? Like, I, I, like when he did like a... Oh, yeah. That, that was so dumb. Like, yeah. uh, not as bad as... Do you remember when, when Trump bought like the... Like, Toyos yeah. Like, he bought like the... the, the like, we handles. disavow! Oh, yeah. He oh. bought like the... He bought the handles for like... That Biden needed to buy for like their campaign. Brilliant. Hobbit said Tolkien's graveside sounds like a power <laughs> drill. <laughs> That is Ugh. the that is the world we live in. So, guys, we are actually going to be reviewing uh, the the Rings of Power. Too much to my chagrin. Wait, is that the right use of that term? What is that? It's a bad thing. So it is to your chagrin. So I, I'm not looking forward to it. There's one more from Bad up there. Would you like to read it? That one's not so bad. Uh, is your name Elsa? Because you're worth melting for. That was that was clever. That was clever. All right, guys. Uh, who should we go first? Taylor. Please let everyone know where they can find you. If you would like to follow my socials, you can find me on Instagram at Taylor May Silverman or on Twitter at TM Silverman. You can leave me all the hate comments you want there. And nice ones. And nice comments, too. Sometimes I get those. Do, 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 okay. Do you like the, the, nice, do the nice ones offset the, the ones that are mean? Absolutely. Does it feel like you're like... Uh, Wait, you can I admit, sometimes I like the hate comments a little bit, too. Me, too. I think they're funny. Mary and, Mary and Taylor both uh, enjoy the, the hate comments a little bit. Whatever you say, the comment section's open. But All right. Yeah, that's uh, where I'm at. Um, oh, the other one was I was gonna I was gonna ask you something else. And now I completely forgot what it was. I'll do I will do so off air. But uh, did you was that all your socials? Is that everything? That's all I've got. Are you um, guys working on stuff for for uh, for the for Freedomistan and everything right now? Um, that is being built, but cannot be talked about. I, I don't know if it can't be talked yeah. about at all, but it's it's coming. We're gonna have a new place over there, new place to skate. Excellent. And stay tuned. Excellent. All right. Let everyone know where they can find you, my friend. What's up, everyone? You can find me at uh, Twitter, Carter Banks, Instagram at Carter Banks 4L, and I believe the rest are Carter Banks. YouTube, I think, is Carter Banks Music. But most importantly, um, today is the last day until midnight for our new song, Only Ever Wanted, to chart. It would make Tim Heidecker very angry. Wait, did it not chart song. already? Oh, it's charted on I iTunes, but Billboard. We want Billboard oh, charting. Billboard. Yeah, no, it's been it's been an incredible response. Like, uh, and it could be nice. even. Be sure to crazier. check out the video too. The video oh, yeah. is sick. Yeah, uh, and is there new songs in the works? What's the next one? There are so many new songs in the works. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> but if you go to uh, TimCastRecords.com or wait, yeah, TimCastRecords.com or um, YouTube slash TimCastRecords. They will be dropping there probably monthly. So, Oh, like a song a month? Indefinitely, yeah. Excellent, dude. That's awesome. All right, Mary, there's some super chats there, and then you can let everyone know where they can find you. Okay, let's get to them. Jonathan Harris said, Bad App, let it go. <laughs> let it go. <laughs> uh, Bad App said, also, back in the 90s, our moms let us cry and didn't hold us. I love my mom. I don't like to cuddle unless I'm having bleep. <laughs> Okay, uh, perfect, perfect. All right, Ma Mary doesn't want to finish that one, but she will tell everyone where she can find you. Yes, I will. You can come send hate comments to me <laughs> on Instagram or WeChat at CloserKitty, and whenever I post articles on TimCast.com, I promote them there, and you can insult them there. Can you insult them there? Can you leave comments there? I don't think you can. Can you? 
On my social media. Ah, okay. Yeah, like, I read your new article, and frankly, I found it offensive. <laughs> Haven't gotten that yet, actually. Uh, they're, they're well written. I so keep them pretty milk toast, actually. Is, okay, one more question I have for everyone here. Milk toast, how do you spell it? It's with the Q-U-E. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yes? What? Milk toast. I'm not sure. I know what you're asking me. How I don't to know spell where it. it comes from. It's only relevant here because uh, the boss uh, gets that. Uh, they milk call the boss that all the time. Milk toast <laughs> fence sitter. All right, guys. If you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at Brett Dasik for the show. We are here Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. Was that a facial expression? Was there another super chat? Okay. No. <laughs> 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. If you would rather listen rather than watch, we are on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, all those places where you can find fantastic podcasts like ours. Uh, social media, Twitter, at PopCulture underscore show. Facebook and TikTok, at PopCultureCrisis. And on Instagram, at PopCultureCrisisPod. We will be back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.